Hello, everyone. Welcome to a normal Drop Frames, a, a post-E3 show of Drop Frames. I'm a little tired, even though I slept a lot last night. How are you guys feeling? Are you recovered? Is E3 washed over you? Are you done with it? I'm always tired. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's called getting old. I thought we were going to be lame today, guys, and I'm the only lame one here. I'm the only one oh, wearing the shirt. I think they sent me the wrong size. Hey. They well, think they I'm much. They think I'm much smaller than I actually am. Yes. Oh, okay. did you? I thought. Okay. Did we not get you? Yeah, an I'm XL. XL. Oh, what no, did they, they sent me an L. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. There's Zeke's butt. <laughs> I think it'll actually be lower on the uh, on the the proper shirt. These were uh, the printing process was different <laughs> on these so that they could uh, overnight them to us uh, last week. But yeah. 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 And that's why, uh, uh, actually, you know, that's why JP isn't wearing the shirt because in order to get them out quickly, I think they have to do a different like process or something. Yes. And there's like a, a, uh, a process smell to them. There's a chemical smell. <laughs> I'll, to it. I'll be back in one yeah. second. Yeah. One yeah, second. yeah. <laughs> Good thing. Coast kid is wearing the shirt and forgot about the chemicals. That's where I'm going. What do you think happened? Zeke? What's your. What's your hypothesis um, here on what happened with the uh, code just now? Seemed very dire. I, I think all of chat should be extremely worried as to what just occurred. I think the one of his kids gave the dog or the cat, okay. one of them, okay. gave them something they shouldn't have. Like, uh, I don't know, chocolate or something. Okay. <laughs> and he had to run out. Maybe so. He did look at his phone, though. I don't know where how that comes because his kids don't have a phone. There's no way. So maybe he got a text from Point. his wife about uh, one of the cows getting loose and uh, stampeding <laughs> through the rest of the farm. That's there I think go. that could be a possibility. I think that could be well, a possibility. Well, as a streamer, I know what what like text messages would make me bolt, and one of them would be like the fucking internet guy is here or something of that nature. Like true. He's only going to be here between the hours of noon and four. And you got to be ready to take that text and let him in or else he's going to fucking leave. And you got to schedule for next week. That's true. All right. We've debated long enough. Co. Yeah. What drew you away in such a rush? Okay. My, my wife, my wife messaged me in all caps saying, what is wrong with you? Oh, and that's... I immediately was like, Oh, it wasn't a cow. Oh God, what did I do? So I ran downstairs and what she did is she found the Krispy Kreme donuts that I had bought and I didn't um, inform her of that. Oh. And we have a two and a four year old. Yeah. Oh, so her worry was that they were going to get into the donuts. There were multiple levels of worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was I thinking? What, what was I thinking? Bringing that in? How did oh. I sneak it by the kids? Um, wh why I didn't get Rowan's favorite type? Lots, lots of questions and okay. concerns. And all right, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, you, you're lucky. I'm lucky I made it back. Is what it is. Yeah, I think every uh, every couple <laughs> definitely has the text that you don't after a conversation you don't start with like all caps. What are you doing? That's going to be one of those where it's like, please give me some context next time. Yep. 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 I can't. Well, when I rock downstairs, I walk around the side with this like frantic look on my face and she's just sitting there smiling. And I was like, you found the donuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how that goes. Should have seen this coming. That's how that goes. That's <laughs> happens. Yeah. It happens. <clears throat> it happens. All is well though. 
Also, what type of donuts did you get? Crispy. Which ones? What'd you get? Oh, there's a there's a Krispy Kreme over by my new house. That's scary. And, uh, you should move. Oh, but get another house. Oh man. <laughs> and uh, it was it like I got a 12 pack of like variety. So I got all sorts of things. Okay. I got the lemon cake for the kids. I got the Oreo cream filled, uh, like four glaze because they have like those non preservatives made in the store glaze. There got some chocolate sprinkles. Dang. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. You really do need that uh, that extra large shirt, you know. I do. <laughs> am I am I really missing out? Because I when I get Krispy Kreme or when I've ever had it, it's like if you get them like fresh and they're warm and they're just the glazed donut. Like I stopped there. I was like, you can't get better than this. Like the glazed dude. Know that, that's of a donut. That's that a is classic. Better. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where it is. That's where it is. That's they true. they make them in the store and like like right there and uh and they don't put like all those normal preserve like the Chris the people don't understand the Krispy Kreme you buy in like the grocery store are not the Krispy Kreme they sell in the store right. they don't have to load those up with all the normal things to keep so they're, they're like completely different and they're so they just load them up with raw sugar when you get raw sugar the- <laughs> and grease well, I don't yes. know how they even put maybe sugar they have like, and like grease. syringes or something but just grease and Oof, it's good stuff good. it's good stuff well, Krispy oh, Kreme is an American, an NA donut thing. They may be around the world, but I think yeah. they're mostly NA. Are they only? Yeah, they might be only North American. <laughs> I don't actually know. Yeah, but they're really good. I don't even know, like, what, what, like, are donuts an American thing? That's actually a good question. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Like, I know you can, I mean, there's chains all over for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, wow, like, Chad is pretty as... split too. Okay, on on what? Well, I think uh, most people say no. Okay, NA though Canada counts like Tim's counts like NA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NA includes but both like, America and America's hat. Yes, yes, and America's uh, sock pants. Pants. There you go. <laughs> sure. Uh, we don't no, wear it's pants like, it's in like, America. Yeah, you can. Joke, you I can guess. get coffee in the UK, of course. But like they're more about tea, like we're not that about tea here. That's that's kind of like what I was wondering. the The larger question Unless is less sweet tea. I like me some sweet. That's tea. a southern thing. That's a definitely southern states thing. That's like a regional the sun, southern thing. The sun tea you put it out, yeah. Yes. And yeah. you fill it about half a jug of sugar before adding the tea in. Yes. Yep. Yes. Now I just Liquid want Krispy Kreme and sweet tea, so I can get that diabetes right into my veins the trick is to get oh. sweet tea and then you put the donut in and stir until it dissolves mm, mm. Mm. and then you get the hamburger oh. have you ever had the hamburger with this crispy cream donut that's a oh, thing i've heard of it but i've never got there, it. there's a bar near yeah. us that actually serves that and uh, we oh, got wow. it once just to see how much we could hate ourselves that night it was a pretty uh, pretty good amount uh it was pretty tasty though yeah. but it was also like what was it yeah it, you wouldn't think it was gonna work thing but, yeah yeah that's pretty good huh. you also can't also, have more I've... than like two of those in your lifetime or you actually just die that's it's yeah if the third one touches your lips it's just like spasms begin and yeah like the kfc uh what what was that one with the chicken as bread oh oh the, the double something the double the, take or yeah, whatever, whatever was. that was oh, oh yeah god that's right yeah i never uh, had that oh, by the way big big uh big edit on what i said a retraction i'm sorry I guess coffee has become bigger Double than down. tea in the UK. Oh, really? And I apologize really? for that. 
I didn't know that. Many, I have all three chats open, and many, many people were saying coffee is bigger than tea in the UK. You haven't been here in 20 years. I haven't been here ever or been there ever. I'm just going by, like, what I've heard and what I've seen on, you know, dumb shows and stuff. I, I think my... I think someone is cruising for a bruising from Sacro. Yeah, well, I was about I, to I say that exact thing. My entire, my entire view yeah. of someone from London is when we went to... Uh, whichever Disney is in Florida, Disneyland, something like that. And the first thing that happened there when we landed and got to the hotel and uh, hung out with Sacriel and Shannon was Sacriel was trying to fur- furiously find out how he could get tea. And he didn't want like some like Lipton <laughs> tea. It was some like weird English brand that you can only get in England. Uh, and he Amazon nowed a like 50 pack of the tea leaves so that he could have his tea then and there and all week long at uh i don't think it was it was twinnings because they didn't have yorkshire it was twinnings tea now that i i see that from chat so yeah anyways this uh culinary tour of the world is now coming to a close and we're going to talk about video games <laughs> i guess uh i suppose so uh there was a handful of things here um just like little news tidbits uh, Judgment has now sold, sold over 1 million units. That was announced uh, hey, nice. last night at uh, 10 p.m. So whatever time that Great was to in hear. Japan. So that's cool. That game's doing well. Uh, there is another Xbox thing happening tomorrow. Uh, the Xbox Game Showcase Extended, uh, June 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a lot of interviews. Um Ninja Theory also said that there's going to be a behind the scenes for uh, Hellblade 2, but it'll probably be a lot of like developer interviews and, and some gameplay sliced in there. Um, I don't think they said how long that's going to be. I'll probably check it out just to see what uh, what is there, because um, that's an hour after I go live. But yeah, I'm not expecting any, any big, uh, huge news out of that. Um, I feel like Xbox is kind of sprinkled in news every day since they're uh, conference on uh on sunday on monday they had like a 12 minute video come out with uh the halo infinite multiplayer focusing solely on that um they did a handful of things yesterday that were super small it seems like they're going to continue with that uh tomorrow uh what else is there hey cyberpunk 2077 still in the news uh it's coming back to the playstation store uh on june 21st um so if you for whatever reason want to grab that on a non-pc version uh you can do so i think also that yeah um sony's when you say coming back to the playstation story you mean like ps4 right yes yeah 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 Yeah, i'll I'll read sony's official statement on it so it says uh sony interactive entertainment can confirm that cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on the playstation store starting june 21st 2021 Users will continue to experience performance issues with the PS4 edition, uh, while CD Projekt Red continues to improve stability across all platforms. Sony Interactive Entertainment recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 for the best experience. So they're straight up saying, like, don't grab this on PS4 uh, because it's not going to run that well. But it's back at least after, what, six months, I guess, of being gone? and kind of an unheard of story of them just straight up taking one of the biggest games uh, of the year last year off of their digital store. Kind of crazy. 
It's a weird story. Mm. I'm scratching her chin, Co. So if they know it's going to have like, sh like it's going to be <sighs> shitty, or it's going to have shitty problems. Yeah. They must be like, they must be like, shit. We think you can probably put up with. I'm guessing. Yeah, and apparently it works it? relatively better on the Pro. So I think they're trying to put it back on the store so people with a Pro and Five can get it. But even then, it has issues. So I, that's it's kind of weird because I was always assuming that they would try to coordinate bringing it back on the store with like a big patch to help on previous consoles. But it looks like that's not happening. They just yeah. finally convinced Sony to let them put it back on, which is strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little weird. I don't know, man. A little, a little weird. weird. That, that cyberpunk continues to be weird <laughs> yeah of, i mean it's a, a a situation uh that has never really occurred before and so everything around it is is an oddity which is why you keep seeing so many different news stories pop up uh six months after the fact of just craziness i think last week or maybe a week or Two ago, there was like one of the investors was calling for the CEO to like resign. Uh, just like, just an absurdity. Uh, they listed like how much the revenue loss was for for investors of CD Projekt. It's it's crazy. It's crazy over there. There's a lot going on, and none of it's really good. So, nope. Yeah, except for Witcher Fest in July, uh, which you can tune in. I'm I'm pretty sure that entire thing is just to try to get as much of their eyes away from Cyberpunk and still keep the company in some kind of positive light. I'm pretty sure that's all of what Witcher Fest is, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, the old magician's trick. Yeah. Right. Cyberpunk, hey, look at Witcher Fest. Yeah. Witcher Fest, Cyberpunk. Here, look at Witcher Fest. Yeah. Well, I mean, they also have, a you know, Netflix has a show to promote, right? And, and by proxy, CD Projekt does as well, but the Witcher Fest thing is a little. Did they like classify what's actually going to be at Witcher Fest? Is it just season two of Witcher, or is there going to be more than that? Uh, let me read here. They put out an image of it. It'll take place on Friday, the 9th of July. Uh, you can pretty much guarantee that season two of The Witcher uh, will feature quite heavily. There was like a teaser of Witcher season two, kind of showing uh siri potentially doing some training uh okay so here's the official rundown of what will occur during uh witcher fest or sorry witcher con is the, is the official name on july 9th uh, a variety of entertaining and interactive panels spotlighting the people who brought witcher to life in game and on screen uh breaking news exclusive behind the scenes and never before seen reveals from across the witcher franchise uh, intimate looks into the creativity and production behind CD Projekt Red Games, including the upcoming mobile game The Witcher Monster Slayer, comic books and fan gear, and Netflix live action series The Witcher plus merchandise, as well as the anime film Nightmare of the Wolf. Uh, and explore, expert explorations into the lore, legends, monsters, and origins of the continent. We're not going to get like a Witcher season four or Witcher four announcement here, right? Like that's not a thing that could occur at all with how that game wrapped up. Well, no, no, no. They, they've they said specifically that, like, they, they were pressed pretty hard at the end of Witcher 3, especially the, the Blood and Wine DLC, on if yeah. we would see another Witcher game. And they were careful in their response, saying, this is the end of Geralt's story. So they, they did not, by any means, say that we would not see a Witcher 4. 
They just said that you won't see Geralt be the main character, essentially. Like, his story is complete. Yeah. So Aww. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I would so hate on that... to see a new character take over the Witcher franchise. I'd hate that. Complete. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, in in if they could keep the original author and keep everything going, I think it would be super cool to see a Witcher game where you like made your Witcher, and yeah. you, like it was it was more of a kind of like you you make your way in this world that they create kind of thing. Would you want fantastic to be... world building and and you know they could do all sorts of really cool stuff with it. Would you want to be pre or post the events of the the Witcher one, two, and three series? It probably would. It would probably have to be after. Yeah. Um, unless, unless they wanted to get like some of the prequel stuff done, like it could be kind of cool to do stuff kind of in, in parallel with Geralt as he was kind of establishing himself like, way back in the day. Um, you know, like, like maybe even in parallel with the events of the show or something. Um, and they could actually like tie it in there, there somehow. But at the same time, I think post three would probably be kind of like the world is in a very interesting place. Post three. Yeah. Um, depending on some of the endings and they could go lots of cool directions with it so especially like the as the witcher witcherism is coming back you know kind of at the end of three and and Geralt has established himself and i mean they could do like entire games about uh establishing new schools and working with regimes and you know spreading influence and stuff there could be some really cool stuff yeah uh, if they wanted to go that direction with it so yeah that's true that's true well we'll see what uh what they have to say on uh on the 9th of july but yeah as somebody just said in chat, I think nobody really wants to hear about Witcher Four until Cyberpunk gets its shit together. Yeah, like it would. It, 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 I feel like it would be very presumptuous if they were to, you know, launch into Witcher Four and we haven't even seen like one point three yet. Like that. That would be kind of a what are you guys thinking moment? Yeah, um, which you know, <laughs> uh, it, just if, proved to us you can't handle these titles. Like, right? Are you trying to get a hype for the next one? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. one of those things. Like. Mm. Uh, any other game company would already start talking about whatever is next. Right. And they're in their situation where they can't, they have to fix the game and potentially even, even I think even if they just start talking about like actual DLC, it might be too early. Right. Like if you're now for cyberpunk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you started announcing something that people can buy and the, the base product is still fucked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, interesting, uh, interesting times. I'm sure that story will, and then of again, course, like to evolve. Cyberpunk releases in the state that it's in, and then right afterwards, they have the giant hack, which apparently has them have to go back and like redo all of their security, remote working involved, you know, in all of that, which is basically what most people are still doing. So it's just, yeah, talk about a, an absolute mess, and all the legal shit going on. Just, ugh, man, it's a mess. What, what a, what a terrible position to be in. It's they put themselves in for the record yes yeah 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 they they are definitely in that situation because of their own actions for sure um there's a bunch of game demos out right now uh there's the steam game festival uh summer edition and there's also the id at xbox summer game fest demo event um there's a lot of stuff there's 40 different demos out right now for the xbox um i think some of these do work on the PC, but most of them are Xbox as well. Um, that Lake game, for instance, is a, a demo that you can go and play. Um, Sable. I would, but I don't want to spoil it. Sable. I, I watched someone play it. I think there's something crazy going on in that game. Really? <laughs> I I don't. I think it's Twin Peaksy, 
but I don't know. I didn't watch I for more so, than man. like it's uh, set up 40 minutes or so. For it. Here's the thing. That game could either be one of the lamest games ever made or one of the best. <laughs> like it, it really, it, it's like, there's no middle ground at this point. If they actually pull off some weird, crazy shit going on in that game, yeah. then considering all we've seen of it so far, that's one of the most epic veneers that we've ever seen. But at the same time, if that really is all the game is, what it, the hell? It was weird. Right. Like it was weird. It was a weird opening I, to the I, game that I saw. Let me just tell you, uh, I, I went to the steam page and uh, uh, there's this section that says, is this game relevant to you? And it has that similar to other games you've played. And it has yeah. two. It has Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. What? And what? Disco Elysium. And Disco Elysium. I what know. does that even okay. mean? Okay. Under Lake, for every, for the Lake everyone game. In chat, we're talking about Lake, which is the, yeah, the, male, the, the male person simulator. It's that, it's, that, it's that game where you basically like, you're this corporate exec person who decides to take some time off to your job of your job and go to your hometown and deliver mail. And that, that is from what we understand the game. And it's just like you talking to people while delivering mail. Okay. The tags are like all the tags you'd, you'd imagine are in there. Indie adventure, female protagonist, story, rich, choose your own adventure. And then they kind of sneak in mature. Well, I mean, I I wonder what that means. Like, mature, like this is for uh, mature audiences. You're saying, oh, it's got swearing, maybe a boob, right? Like that's what I. Maybe it's for like adults. Like it has a, adult themes, meaning like shit that kids won't care about. Well, I mean, but the, the mature op- means to me like swearing and boobs. Well, that's because you're a kid. <laughs> that's how. That's that's the precursor on like every like. <laughs> fucking hbo show right it's like this show is intended for mature audiences and then it shows like violence drug use boobs Boob. probably doesn't yeah. say boobs <laughs> uh no i don't i don't know, I don't know what they did that's a weird game uh the trailer definitely uh, that's the intro the trailer definitely starts with uh or the the demo rather starts when you're in the apartment uh and you're like talking to this also takes place in 1986, by the way. I think, uh, like, August 1986. Um, and you're, like, working on some tool that they uh, talk about, and you're, like, boss calls. And you said, like, oh, no, I'm going away for two weeks. And then you go to the lake. And that I was about all I saw. So, yeah. If you want to check it out, you can for free, at least the demo. Uh, and at least if you have an Xbox. I don't know if there's any prerequisites. Down. Do what? the steam store down like is, so. is it getting pounded because mine's not loading at all weird i just pulled it up it was fine okay. um I'm trying to see if there's Try any like again. prerequisites for this i think you just have to have the xbox app on pc or an xbox um but yeah there's 40 different games uh eternal cylinders in there sables in there tunic is in there tunic is actually a dark souls ish game um from what i would uh found out and and saw a little bit of um a lot of the stuff i'm i'm zeke do you have plans to check this stuff out it goes till july 21st so you've got some time to play 40 different demos if you want to maybe maybe i'll I'll do i don't uh, even see the event a and we'll look through shit for which xbox or for steam because it's a steam thing isn't it there's a steam and an xbox thing 
There's two different ones. Oh, so yeah. This is, oh, so you're looking at the Xbox one? Yeah, we. I was. I was going to transition oh, over yeah. to the uh, the Steam one now because there's also a lot of stuff on here. The Steam Next cool. Best is is exactly the days I will be on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that one starts Today tomorrow, the twenty second. Right? Yep. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, did, did you see anything good, Co? I'm kind of looking through it. And there's Next just, uh, Best. Yeah, here we go. There's a lot. Um, if anything's good. Death Trash. Is okay. that is that happening? Uh, can, we, can we play a demo of that? Yes, there's a Death Trash demo. Yep, that's also on the Xbox awesome. thing as well. Um, so that yeah, I'm gonna do like a, a demo day. I think uh, Friday probably. Nice. And look over. No, I also, the it. the My Time at Sandrock demo. It's not really. I don't know if it's a part of this, but the My Time at Sandrock demo got out for backers. So we're gonna be checking that out too. Now I may War have missed Tales it when you were cool. talking about the Xbox thing. This. Is this on like the Xbox app for PC or is it just on the the console? I think so. I, I can't confidently say yes okay. or no. I was trying to see if um the, the article that I was reading it from was on Game Informer, so it's not necessarily the, the source of the information. Um okay. Oh, Severed Steel is on there. Yep. Shattered. Shattered Steel, Severed Steel. Severed. Shat Shattered Steel. Shattered Steel is a thing. That old RTS mobile game from back in the day, if you remember. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wasn't that Shattered Steel? I think. Severed Steel is super hot, like ish. Super right? hot. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. saying Severed Steel. Yeah. Oh, there's not a huge amount. Well, oh no, this is just the recommended for me, I guess. Um. Hmm. Still Trigon Space Story. Ace roguelike? Wait, this has a demo? What is this game? It's called Trigon. Oh, oh my god, it's like a super Wait. 3D FTL game. Oh, that's badass. I've never heard of this. Yeah, Trigon. T-R-I-G-O-N instead of G-U-N. Oh. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it looks just like FTL, but it's in full 3D. The developer is playing it right now on Steam. Ooh. If you want to go check it out. Yeah, that comes out Q2 of this year. So there's a lot of stuff to play, uh, which is kind of nice because most of the summer usually has like one or two big releases. Then it's kind of like July and, and most of the time early August are kind of dead zone. Uh, late June, July and, and early August are kind of a dead zone for releases. So, yeah, it's cool that they're doing this um definitely go check it out if you if you have steam or if you just have an xbox uh, i don't know is sony doing anything similar sony hasn't even announced if they're going to do like a state of play around anything sony has been so. real quiet lately yeah <laughs> i thought you said july for the xbox thing no it's just it's also right in my vacation 15th to the 21st oh did i i, I must have misspoken because i thought it was july okay I'm on the ID at Xbox says uh, you can play these in the comfort of your own home between June 15th and 21st. Oh, okay. So yeah. it doesn't matter. I'd rather, I'd rather just buy them anyways, since I'm, you know, making money showing them off anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. Uh, what else is happening as it pertains to E3? Uh, the E3 2021 awards show happened last uh, night. Uh, these were selected by editors at IGN, GameSpot, PC Gamer, and GamesRadar Plus. And they're kind of weird. Uh, I guess I'll just read through them real quick. Ubisoft's most... Hold on, hold on. 
Okay. Say that. Say the title for one more time. I missed it. Which part? The whole thing? You want me to just start over? <laughs> start over from the top, please. Uh, so, uh, wrapping up E3 2021. No one in this world makes me feel worse than JP McDaniels. He is the one. He is like my dad. It's like, you want me to just start over from the beginning there, champ? I could do that for you if you weren't paying attention there. Let me just start over. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have to sign for this stuff or am I good? Please walk away. Okay, thank you, UPS man. Uh, yeah, so anyways, the E3 awards for 2021 uh, were selected by editors at IGN, GameSpot, PC Gamer, and Games Radar Plus. Uh, there, there's a lot of them and... Some of them are like the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Uh, but let's just read through them because it's funny. Uh, some of them are what you would expect. There's the Ubisoft most anticipated game, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hopes. Uh, there's Gearbox most anticipated game, also the only game that they actually showed, Tiny Tina's Wonders Lands. Uh, so I'm glad we got an award nice. just for that. Uh, Xbox Bethesda most anticipated game is Halo Infinite. Square Enix most anticipated game is Mar uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. PC gaming show, most anticipated games, Song of Conquest. That was the one they showed at the very end. That was like the Heroes of Might and Magic thing. Wait a minute. Square okay. Enix's game, most anticipated is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that like the only one they had that's going to be like a new game or something? It's like They had that demo uh, that's available. Um, because the reception for that was very, like, lukewarm is being nice. That's where this gets a little weird. Uh, and okay. I'm not, I'm not done yet. Uh, here, let's kill Co's camera uh, while he's on the, the phone. Uh, there's the future game show, most anticipated game, Immortality, uh, which I, I don't even know what the fuck that game is. I think I put that on my wish list. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, I don't recall. Immortality there. Yeah, I did put it on my wish list. Uh, it is... Uh, film stars made three movies, but okay. It's horror adventure simulation, cinematic visual novel, interactive fiction, FMV. Oh, it's the one that mixed all the like the the genres of games. Like it had all kinds of different like. Uh, oh, that's the Sam Barlow like, game from from the her, yeah. Her, oh, from the her story devs. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. There yeah. it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm anticipating that. I'm excited. Uh, here's where it gets kind of weird. Uh, the Intellivision most anticipated game is Dolphin Quest. You might be asking yourself, what, what? the fuck is Intellivision doing at E3? Let me tell you. The Intellivision announced new hardware at E3, uh, courtesy of Tommy Tallarico, who I think is like at the helm of that thing now, at the helm of Intellivision, or at least the spokesperson for it. Uh... <laughs> It was like a 12-minute thing where he talked about this and then showed Dolphin Quest, which is, I think, a game from, like, some of the former devs that made Echo the Dolphin. It does not look good at all, and that entire hardware <laughs> looks like something that you would find, uh, you know, in the trash. <laughs> it just looks terrible. It looks awful. Uh, I could try to pull up some video footage of it, but that's their most anticipated game, you know? Uh, Mythical Games Most Anticipated Game 
I guess they just didn't vote on this one because it doesn't have anything in the field. It just says blank. I don't know if they actually didn't show any games or what. Um, the most anticipated indie game is Falling Frontier. What the hell is Falling Frontier? Do you know that, Zeke? Do you remember? I don't even remember that being shown. What is uh, it? I was, I'm sorry. I was busy looking up Dolphin Quest because I fucking want to see that. Yeah, yeah. I need um, to pull up the footage. But you said... Falling, well, Fron- most, uh, Falling Frontier. It's a okay. revolutionary sci-fi RTS where ship design, recon, and logistics are critical elements. Your expedition, expeditionary force has been compl- uh, or has just completed construction oh. uh, of its first spaceport uh, in orbit of a new world, but you are not alone. It's super not for me. It is where? RTS space strategy. Where it's on this? Steam if you want to check it out. Where was this even announced? Oh, good question. Uh, this is that game. I don't know what event this was in. It looks. I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't remember no seeing big it. Big surprise. <laughs> I, I wonder, probably took one look at it and went. I wonder I'm if this was on this. like Slashy Three only or something. It looks a little weird. Who's the? Oh wait, hold on. It's a Stutter. Say, Stutter Fox Studios is the developer. Publisher Hooded Horse. Oh, this was on the indie showcase yesterday. Oh, I wonder if. So, huh? Since every category before this was most anticipated game from Conference X. I wonder if the votes for this could only come from games that were at the uh, Indie Showcase on Monday at 3 p.m., I guess. Which is kind of, again, just shows how, like, absurd this is. Whatever. Yeah. That's the most no, uh, anticipated indie uh, game. Most, uh, Jack LaFere said, most anticipated promotion opportunity. I think it's like a good sum up for it for sure, right? Like, yeah. What game did we think needed more promotion? <laughs> like, let's make that most anticipated. Yeah. I mean, they, it goes on. The Freedom Games most anticipated is Airborne Kingdom. Capcom's most anticipated game is The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Nintendo's most anticipated game is Breath of the Wild 2. Eureka's most anticipated Eureka Studio game, Loop Mancer. <laughs> Best presentation was Xbox and Bethesda, and most anticipated game overall was Forza Horizon 5. Fucking, yeah. That, like, <laughs> listen, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of people out there, but no fucking way does Forza get beat out well, or doesn't get beat out by uh, Breath of the Wild. I like, mean, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. <laughs> you say Breath of Wild, but... I don't think that Elden Ring could be considered to be in any of this because it wasn't at E3. It was at the Summer Game Festival. So I don't even think they could classify Elden Ring as a runner for any of this because they're two separate yeah, entities, right? A, it's a Summer yeah, Game summer Fest. Summer Game Fest. Yeah. yeah. They so, didn't show any Elden Ring at, at Slash E3, right? No, I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if that was like uh, Keeley paid... For that to only be at Summer Game Fest. It wouldn't surprise me, man. Like I think I think Elden Ring and and 
Like, I mean, I could be way off, but I think Elden Ring and uh, Breath of the Wild 2 are the most, like, they're definitely the most tweeted about fucking games that I saw. Yeah. Like, watching my Twitter feed. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, here's a little bit of this uh, in-television presentation that occurred. It's literally 10 minutes of Tommy Tallarico. Well, it's, it's a minute of Tommy Tallarico letting you know who Tommy Tallarico is, uh, which is just bizarre. And then he talks about the Amico, which is their new hardware. Um, I watched this in full, and I didn't have anything to say. I do not recommend watching this, let alone buying this. Because let me tell you, Zeke, how much do you think this hardware is uh, that he's about to show here? The Intellivision Amico. What, what would your ballpark be? Let me look at it again. Okay, so it is... It's these things right here. It's this little. It comes with two yeah, things. there it is. Sorry about that, like, guys. Yeah, like a little, a little station with like two. You remember those old, like the 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 USB like cameras? Yeah. That you can get with like that, like I don't know, like four gigs of memory, but you could like hand them to your kids and like they would play with them and record video and shit. Yeah. That's that's what the controllers look like. Uh, I'm gonna say if you were making a deal about it, I'm gonna say it's way overpriced. I'm gonna say two hundred ninety nine. 250 see way overpriced yeah 250 (laughs) i think those are like his kids as well in this promotional video (laughs) showing you the game uh or the games that exist on this thing uh yeah this was like part of the slash e3 coverage during the intellivision conference that occurred on like monday or sunday or something like that it's weird does it come with like every single intellivision game (laughs) i don't know i i mean it it I think this is <laughs> if it the, did, then I don't know. Maybe I'll get it just for the lark, just for the fucking meme of it. Yeah, I mean that's missile command right there, right? Uh here's another game. Wait, this is a new console? Yeah, this is the uh, Intellivision Amico. That's the controller for it. They're giving you hot tips on how to open the shells. Dude, it's like whoa, they opened another shell. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, man. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. You can roll the dice. Oh, my God. You roll the dice on the controller? Zeke's Look gonna, out, Dreamcast. Zeke's going to buy this. Co, yeah, you're you're literally making this. the same face I did for 10 minutes of watching this. And I didn't I'm not making anything. that face because I've already seen this. I oh, already, you've already, already seen it. Some, okay. I already did some looking on this, like, before that shit. Because I remember you said something about it in television. I was like... Like the, the old ass yeah. console thing? Like, yep. The very same. Are they making new company. games for it? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, you missed it while you're on the phone. Uh, the most anticipated game for Intellivision is Dolphin Quest uh, from like two of the creators that were on board for Echo the Dolphin. Uh, oh, that, okay. That's their one more thing here at the end. I'm not making this up. That's their one more thing here at the end of uh, this weird thing if i can find it through the timeline where is it space pong giant oh this is it right here this is the echo the dolphin thing this is dolphin quest dude it looked like that whale was like pepe laughing did you see that this is the new leapfrog (laughs) like remember the leapfrog the the kid kid thing. this is i think this is that that look at that look at that whale He's definitely paper laughing. Look at him. He's like, how much you gonna buy this shit for? Huh? What are you gonna pay for this? 
$250. Dude, this is the shit that in five years, the pawn shops will start, will stop taking them because no one wants them anymore. <laughs> you know, that like, is, we uh, had a leapfrog system with some games in our shop for like five years and we priced it down every like few months and we couldn't give it away. <laughs> I was going to say when we first, or when I first introduced this, that this is like stuff that would end up at Goodwill and it won't take any more. But the pawn shop, I think, is is a much better uh, <laughs> and probably much truer thing uh, that this will exist for. But wow. Are they taking what happens if you go to like, they're like pre orders for this? Let's see. Uh, Intellivision.com. See our games, watch our videos. Pre orders. Yeah, pre-order your Amico console from Intellivision and GameStop. Ooh, there's four different colors. There's white, black, gold, and purple. Incredible. It's kind of absurd. Oh, I'm sorry. Black, glacier white, graphite black, vintage wood grain, and galaxy purple. Galaxy purple. Galaxy purple. Not Twitch purple. Oh, galaxy purple. Motherfucker, if you ain't really getting nice. that vintage wood grain, what the fuck are you even doing buying one of these? <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing. Uh, now, do yourself a favor. If you can watch the, the E3 presentation, it's about, it looks like it's 10 minutes long. Yeah. I watched like about 30 seconds in like two three second chunks and that's what i did it's a treat yeah the the, the announcer the the oh you mean tommy Tallarico is... of video games live fame yes yeah it's great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just to hear him go groovy oh i didn't i didn't see that I didn't oh see he that, but... he really <clears throat> punches that yeah i don't know how many takes he had to do but it's probably a couple yeah yeah maybe so i love it man but i'm 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 a sucker for like what people would call cringe stuff like i i dig that shit yeah as I, long as no one's like getting made fun of or getting hurt like if it's just a dude acting like a fucking dork like i'm in i love it sure sure yeah so that that whole thing was a little bizarre uh just like the the e3 2021 awards uh sponsored by e3 uh brought to you by e3 um i don't know why i i guess that was their like version of uh typically what happens at e3 events is different publications will go and award like best in show and stuff and slap it on the side of the booth so that when people are there on the final day um and perhaps they see a game that they had not seen before if there's any like stickers on there from different publications maybe they're more enticed to go check it out I think those things usually also carried over to like promotional materials. Um, so when they're doing their next trailer, it says like voted best game of E3 2019. I think Cyberpunk won a shit ton of those and used those in like promotional materials, if I recall correctly. So yep. a lot of games do, not just Cyberpunk, not to, to single them out. But I remember that one very, uh, very much so. But yeah, that, that was last night with the awards show. Um what about you guys? Do you, do you have like a now that now that E three is kind of like done? You've had some time to to think about it. Do you have your like best in show? Your 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 one thing? Your top two things? 
that you're uh, most excited for coming out of here. Also, keeping in mind that the Summer Game Fest is a part of like E3 in this conversation, so you can include uh, things from that presentation. Co, you said yes pretty quickly. Did you already have yours in mind? Oh yeah, yeah. Mine, mine really hasn't changed yet. The entire thing. Uh, my, my favorite like surprise and and everything was Stalker Two for me. Mm. Not only was it there, which was great, but I mean, it was there with a really good trailer that looked really good and like everything about it was just pretty great. Uh, I also thought the Battlefield 2042 stuff looked phenomenal. And uh, and in terms of like probably one of the more entertaining ones, I love the Outer Worlds 2 trailer. Even though it didn't really show anything, um, it, still, it still was pretty great. So yeah, of course, you know, Elden Ring. That's yeah. Elden Ring's incredible. That's great. I mean, that's kind of like the go-to, of course. But I was frankly much more happy with Stalker um myself so and, and i'm sure elden ring will be fun and i'm really looking forward to playing it but i will probably like stock or two more from what i've seen sure yeah it definitely looks like a i mean not to discredit elden ring and slash upset the entirety of the internet but elden ring looks like more dark souls in a lot of ways it's like dark souls 4 yeah yeah and and stalker too cool that's great the yeah. the leap from if you've ever never seen the first stalker like this is a a little bit different looking game than that first one. <laughs> What's really awesome is to see all this about Stalker 2 and then also like take this in conjunction with the interviews where they're trying, you know, so many cool things with the AI and they're trying to bring back the feeling of Stalker that they feel have kind of they feel kind of left a lot of current day games and you know like the it, it, there's there's a lot of really good things for Stalker fans to be excited about because of this trailer. So, it's pretty great. Yep. And the fact that it's day 1 game pass means that you know a huge amount of people are going to be able to play it. I may not normally get exposed to it, so it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Did Stalker... A little niche is going mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> did the did the first one ever get like a remastered or anything like that? Um, I mean, was there's been so made? many fan yeah, there's okay. been so many fan stuff, and there were total overhauls, which were good and in some cases not so great. But you know, there were stalkers of Chernobyl and then Clear Sky and then Call of Pripyat, and um they never they all kind of came out and then it, the fans kind of took over from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, hey, maybe we'll get actual remasters now if Stalker 2 does well. That's what I was going to say. I, I wonder really if they'll... Cool. I, I don't know how much work it would be to not necessarily remaster, but like put those out with, you know, 1440p and, and 4K support. Put put the original game out. I don't know if it can just scale up to it already, but yeah. Not sure. Oh, and Man vs. Game, Man is, game which yeah. is a big thing. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. I was not expecting to see <laughs> Man in this. <laughs> I saw this fucking tweet about that. It's like, yeah, everybody with this kind of haircut that, you know, is just a skinny white dude, I guess it's, they're all me, okay? Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> like, well, if the face fits. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is Russia, so he. It, this is game versus man, because in Russia, game play you, right? That's so, true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, we're... In Russia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zeke, what about you? What were your, your big takeaways I mean, from the, actually, the weekend? I actually... I pulled up my my wish list and I my Steam wish list and I haven't like because there's a lot of games that aren't even on the wish list yet or are not a part of it, um, and I haven't gone through like all of the E3 like recap stuff because I missed a few days of games. But mm -hmm. my Steam wish list uh, as far as E3 goes: uh, Archvale, Hunt the Night, Death Trash. Of course, we've seen that. Mm -hmm. uh, White Shadows, Severed Steel. Uh, Grime, Demon Turf, <laughs> uh, No Longer Home, Source of Madness, Raw Men, of course. <laughs> sure. Uh, Happy's Humble Burger Farm, 
this one's just for me. Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch. Looks like a cool fighter with uh, a beat em up with Jay and Silent Bob. Yep. Uh, King of the Hat. Inscription. Phantom Abyss. They Always Run. Next Space Rebels. Songs of Conquest. A Tale of Paper. Definitely not fried chicken. <laughs> uh, Harold Halibut, Happy Game, War Cry Challenges, Immortality, and that's it. Yeah, there, there was a lot of indie stuff shown. Um, I mean, I think there kind of always is, but um, this time around, maybe it got a little bit more of a spotlight than usual because there weren't like so many big AAA titles uh, stealing the, the show in a lot of ways. So <clears throat> all that stuff looks really good. I, I think Harold Halibut for me was uh, in terms of like, indie or whatever that's the one that i'm super interested in then that xbox game uh that was like recalled or or replaced uh replaced Replaced. yeah that looks really cool um yeah i think for me after watching that halo multiplayer stuff uh that happened yesterday they put out like a 12 minute video um that reeled me back into to halo i think that looks good good Um, that's good to hear yeah they're doing some cool stuff uh that i think I didn't realize this, but it already happens with MCC, uh, the Master Chief Collection, with battle passes. And I haven't seen any other company do this yet, um, unless I'm just ignorant, which very well could be true. Um, so with the battle passes on that, you can actually, they don't go away. It's not like uh, Destiny, for example, right now, where you have a certain amount of time to like get everything on a battle pass. When you like log in or, or boot up Halo Infinite, you can choose a battle pass from any point in time and say, I want my score, whatever, points to go towards this battle pass and earn those cool. cosmetic items. Um, yeah, man. That type of stuff is really cool. I, I think the getting uh, getting away from like the idea of FOMO um, and, and pushing your customers down that path, I think, is really shitty when it comes to the battle pass formula. Um, and so the idea that you can actually like choose which one you want um, – and also not make it so that people can just straight up buy those skins. They have to get them through the battle pass uh, is good. I think that's a really nice thing. Um, so that trailer was nice. If you haven't seen that, it's like a 12 minute thing focusing solely on, uh, on infinite's multiplayer that came out Monday. Um, Elden ring, I think as well, uh, very excited for battlefield. Um, it, it uh, has made me very interested to see what's going to be going on with the EA event that is happening some i think it's out there on in july i don't know the actual date uh maybe the ninth off the top of my head or something like that they're gonna be showing some more stuff obviously on battlefield there um so i'll definitely be looking in to see what's going on there Uh, specifically with the hazard mode they're like being kind of tight-lipped on what that means it's like more squad focused and not like 64 versus 64 man it's squad focused and that like they said that choosing the classes is actually going to make uh an impact in there so you're going to want like a balanced squad um and that it is not a br game part of me thinks it's going to be like a one life type thing with squad game play which might be kind of fun that could um, be pretty cool yeah and kind of unique ea play is 23rd of july or 22nd of july that is very I've, i i thought it was earlier in july but it, it says on the list it's 22nd so and nor's rarely rarely if ever wrong um I don't know if there was a time attached to that, though. Um, I'm saying if there's anything else. The Nintendo stuff yesterday was, you know, Nintendo. 
Um, we didn't really talk Metroid. about that that DMCS stuff. Yeah, Metroid looks cool. Um, I think Mario and Rabbids uh, will be cool. Breath of the Wild, for what they showed, looks cool. Um, I think the big question for a lot of people is going to be, do they keep the durability thing from the first one? Uh, in terms of like where your weapons degrade as you use them, which was uh, probably one of the more controversial parts of that game. Uh, or not uh, controversial, another, but another word is bad. Dividing. It was definitely divisive. Bad. Bad. In a do lot you of ways, want though, me to like, play it? Well, in a lot of ways, I, I saw an argument on it. I don't want to have this full discussion. But if they take yeah. that away, is that game unique anymore? It, it is. It is yeah. not as bad. <laughs> so, I mean, if the argument is, are unique things not always good? Then the argument is yes. Sometimes <laughs> things are unique because they're bad. Um, but no, it is. It is. It is bad. Yes. It is, it there you is go. Bad. I I will agree on the basis of the idea that you get the master sword. And the master sword has like some weird durability built into it is like kind of bullshit. I thought that was really lame. Um, the other stuff, you like, know what they should do? Best of both worlds, it man. You you want to have some weird ass <coughs> jank bad system? Well, make it an option. Make it so people sure. don't have to deal with it. Like sure. and and then and right at the beginning, be like, would you like the classic style of Breath of the Wild, where you need to be constantly recycling weapons and stuff like that, or would you like the not bad version of weapons, in which case you can, you know, play this like a somewhat normal RPG. Um, I think that would be, I think that would be cool. Like, I, that would be very I think cool. it, I think, <clears throat> how, how about this? What if like a stick does have durability? Because if you beat someone enough with like a branch, branch is probably going to break. Oh, some items should have durability. Yeah, for but sure. a sword is like, it should have much, 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 much greater you durability. You could make it a mission to where the game is literally either finding creating or or enhancing weapons to give them durability with the eventual goal of getting them to be like actual weapons we can swing it like 60 plus times before having to do it yeah. or that its damage goes down or something but absolutely at the beginning of the game if you're just picking up sticks and stuff off the ground sure a few hits break it like that makes total sense but it's when you get to the end of the game where it's like whoa i just found a jeweled hammer of face crushing i might be able to hit six times with this yeah. it's like dude that that's just dumb like that's just dumb it's just a contrived dumb mechanic but at the beginning and like if it was procedural i i almost promise you people wouldn't have nearly as much of an issue as they have with it if it was the kind of thing where at the beginning weapons sucked and then as you got further in the game, they got more and more durable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I have to take this. This is so dumb. Very good. We'll turn the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Get off your phone. Um, <laughs> no, I think there's a there's a way. If you want if you want players to trade up, like, just make the 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 weapons that you have less effectual as the game progresses. Yeah. Like instead of like it. it you know like like a lot of games do you know just make the 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 sword you have that does 10 damage to you know 20 hp enemies it does 10 damage to 100 hp enemies and you are kind of forced to trade up after a while i don't know yeah i, I think that's probably uh a proper way of handling that but we'll see uh i i still feel like we're a ways off from that game actually being uh you know system wise being talked about I said it was 2022, so we're at least a, you know six months out from uh, hearing anything else about that. Um, trying to see if there was anything else that I'm like super stoked for. Um, you didn't play the that 
Square Enix demo for the Stranger of Paradise yet, right, Zeke? The Final Fantasy Origin thing that they showed that was like broken for 24 hours and then they finally fixed like Monday afternoon or some shit. Uh, the Chaos no. trailer, uh, if you recall that. Uh, apparently the, the demo's like actually quite good. Um, and people said it was it was a fun game, which makes a lot of sense if you look at the pedigree of the developers with Team Ninja. Oh, like you, you, Neo Two was good, right? So, did you play the um, demo? It wasn't like a PS Five demo that you could play. I th- I think it might be PS Five only. Yeah. Um, okay. For that yeah. demo. Then no, I haven't I haven't fired at my PS Five since I finished uh, Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. And started Astrobot, I which I really want to go back to. Yeah, Astrobot's good. Um, <laughs> people said it was good though. Uh and the the corniness of that trailer kind of did it a disservice. Um Chad is is saying everyone's played it in chat saying it was very good as well. So that's cool. Um definitely want to see see more of that. But apart from that, you know, it's kind of a I think the general consensus, uh at least that I've seen on on Twitter's is like Everyone's saying E3 sucked this year, and then people saying, like, yeah, COVID was a real thing. So, you know, don't blame the devs because people are, like, outraged at the devs. And then there's, like, people trying to play peace between those two. And, yeah, it was all right. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it. I, I didn't think there was anything, like, glaringly bad uh, with this E3, apart from probably the DMCA bullshit. But I've talked about that way too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so our audience is very familiar with my my thoughts on that. Um, well, I think this uh, this E3 was like a, uh, a a rebuilding learning experience, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, how are we going to proceed and who is going to be our fucking summertime champion? Like yeah. the place to go to watch this shit because we used to have a place, one place, and we could watch everything. It was great. And now it's kind of like all split up and nobody's like, I hope, I, man, I'm Papa Keely, man. Come on, make it happen. Everybody. Go to one spot so we can all just watch the shit and know, like that the, the shit we're watching doesn't suck. Cuck. <laughs> yeah, that was probably like the biggest offender, right? In terms of just like outright that maybe that in television video, that and the the cock showcase were both just rough. <laughs> they were both just yeah. a little rough. Uh, the television thing was just bad. I think. I think that the the cock uh, media thing could have been better if they just showed like those trailers existed. Just put them into the trailer. I know put I them showed them. Just put them alongside in of the video on my just like, put them in there. That's all I did. I was like, this. Look at this. They're side by side. Do you see? Like I'm doing this for you. Actually, and 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 I wasn't doing it for like the sponsor. I was doing it for me and my audience. So I didn't pass out. On- live on stream yeah that was that was rough that was the worst offender we're talking about uh just in general e3 as a whole this year was the the cock media thing was uh oh man uh, i tell you that was bad that was that was so unfortunate so unfortunate and the worst part is they had so much decent subject matter they had so many things like they they had they had the tools in the tool chest they just had no idea how to use the tools yeah especially for their audience um, they, they could have made that so much more interesting, so much cooler. Um, the person asking the questions was asking all the wrong questions, um, that like, it was, it was hard to care about in some cases. Uh, it really was just, it was, it was very, very tough. It was very tough watching that. 
And I don't um, know, just seeing how many things they did wrong. I don't know yeah. if they ever came out and said, but from just watching it, it looked like that stuff was um, like edited in post so that someone else was doing the interview or something. Because like she would ask the question and then it would go over to the other people and it looked like it was... It wasn't like they were just doing, you know, this in, in uh, OBS or Zoom or TriCast or whatever t- uh, hardware they were using. It's like they were in a video and they were hard editing it and just like going to the question that they answered because they sent these over to the devs to like film or something. It was a little it bit weird. Been, man. It was very stilted. Yeah. I don't know. And then, and yeah, and the, the reactions were just like not very solid and unnatural. And the whole the whole thing was just from top to bottom so many bad decisions um and and the fact that they then paid so many streamers to watch it it's just like if if you're paying streamers to watch it one can infer (laughs) that they are assuming the subject matter is something that that streamer or their audience would want to see yeah um well with that in mind that show was a giant waste of money like whoever came up with that wasted coke media's money like in by a by a huge amount um, because not only did it have not have the effect they were wanting, it had the opposite effect, where it's like you had people wanting to watch their favorite creator watching something that was thoroughly uninteresting to them. So it was like people were were actively being like, "Man, I don't like this from them." Not not I'm neutral, you know, like I don't like that they're doing this to my favorite streamer. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was super unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I had, hey, a, we great, got a, uh, had a great time with it. Brand really. new car to show you. <laughs> But in lieu of that, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> you're not going sh- to show the new model of the new car? No, no, no. We're going to ask in-depth questions about it, and we're going to just just go. Just kind of like, you know, jazz, like freeform. We're just going to talk about it and let your imagination fill in the gaps. Yeah, you guys had a miserable experience. <laughs> Mine was great. I had a fantastic two hour run of just watching other friends suffer. <laughs> oh, I went back and I saw that. I watched some of your shit, dude. And yeah, that was, it was fun. It was man. really good. It was glorious. I, I didn't, I like, I, I didn't know that you had like us on during, was it the IGN like presentation or something? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, it, I, yeah. I like, I uh, like made a mock show out of it and would be like, we're going to cut back to our cock correspondence and then like put you and co up on screen. And you both were just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it wasn't, I mean, I, I pulled another streamers like Max was doing ones that there was a lot of streamers that did sponsored streams for that. Um, oh dude, they, yeah, they, they paid they, a huge they, there was a lot of money, of money that exchanged. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I honestly at the end of the day like it i feel bad for them i feel bad for them like somebody somebody in the decision making department at Koch did not know twitch and did not understand it so they hired somebody mm. hold on i think you can go so they, further than that well, maybe even so meant. well no no here's the thing here's the thing this, this is my my guess is that somebody at at Koch or or, or a group of board members didn't know twitch Mm. They hired somebody and told that somebody, we want you to make a good presentation for Twitch. And then that person made what we watched. And I feel bad for the people that, that got told that what we watched was good for Twitch because like they clearly didn't understand it, which is why they probably got someone else to do it. And that person had no clue. 
Yeah. <laughs> they they hired the wrong person. Yeah. Um, because yeah, that was oh man, that was that was hard. That was hard. It was a little silly. It was a little silly. Yeah. And people kept All saying, like, needed. oh no, it's for investors, it's for investors. No, it wasn't. Because they paid a huge amount of money for Twitch streamers and the Twitch audience to watch it. That was, they thought that was going to be a smash hit for Twitch streamers and Twitch viewers. Like, they're, they're, they would not pay all of those people to watch an investor thing. That's, that makes, yeah. that, that, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and someone in chat, uh, someone in someone's chat said, asked, why did you do it? And I said this before, before the event happened. I told my chat, I was, I was on my stream, I was like, Dude, if you would have told me that someone was going to pay me to watch video game announcements, like, that's, like, part of the dream, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, they're going to pay me to sit here and, like, watch and, like, you know, get hype and chat about it. This was all before. Like, if you want to know why I took the gig, that's why I took the gig. Because that sounds awesome to me. Dude, that trailer made it look great. That trailer we saw for that presentation made it look great. I was excited going to that presentation because just like you, I was going to watch it anyway. I've played a lot of me a lot of games by by Coke Media. I thought it was going to be an awesome presentation, which is why when just like you, when they offered me, I was like, hell yeah, I'll take your money for watching it. I was going to watch it anyway. Like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's for hell yeah, let's do it. So it's like, only it's like about if someone came up on the street. Was I like, oh god. <laughs> like, you know, is this gonna be the whole thing? <laughs> oh no. Someone came up to you on the street and said, <laughs> I want to pay you to drink water and and you know and stream it. Okay. But I do that. that. Sure, absolutely. Like, I don't know. Would there be a lot of people out there who would say no to that? <laughs> I I don't think so I, these days. Yeah, I don't not these days. <clears throat> And that's, dude, that's the big thing, like, and, and I've said it on the show many times, and, and I feel like a lot of streamers feel the same way. Any Anytime someone approaches me with a sponsorship, my, my two questions, or my two, my two things are, do I use whatever they want already, what they want me to represent, or would I use it, and I've just never actually tried it or been a, in a position to? And in that case, I try it first, and I make sure I like it, and then I do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, this is our job, man. It's like, if somebody walks along and says, hey, do you want to keep doing exactly what you're doing, but we'll give you money for it? Yes, I would like that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I would like that. That's great. <laughs> I, I would like. Yes, I would like that. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, am I on candid camera? Am I going to get punked? I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes, I. I would like to do that thing. Are you going to like come and like? Is someone going to come kick me in the nuts or something while I'm watching it? Or is that like? Because yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, I'll do that. Somebody said the real question is: though, Would you ever host an event? See, that's I wouldn't do that normally. So that's the kind of thing where it's like, probably not. I've been asked to host events and I've told them straight up, like, that's not really my thing. You're not going to get the same thing that I am on stream on a stage. I'm not a day nine, you know, I'm not like a, what, what are they, naturally entertaining. That's not really what I do. I just play video games and talk about video games. You know, I'm not, I don't like go on, I don't go in front of people and entertain them. I've so, been saying no. that for years on my stream. <laughs> about you. <laughs> But no, that's that's kind of like that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's kind of outside of unless it was something I was super interested or passionate about, like a game. Like if they asked me to host like a stalker two thing or you know something like that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but you've you've hosted stuff in the past that you've been super into, so mm -hmm. not a surprise yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely, yeah. but I mean, hell, I didn't host the cyberpunk <laughs> stuff. They wanted me to do the the nightwire stuff. And I was oh, just like, yeah. I'd rather watch it. Like my element, I'd I'd rather sit back and watch it than be on screen doing it. Um, yeah, and that's exactly what I did. Dodge the bullet there. 
<laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Although hey, at I, least I wasn't in the. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, like I don't think Jesse. <laughs> I still love being in the game. I don't think Jesse got shit for like hosting that stuff. People are able no, to no, no, differentiate no, between the two. So Jesse's also really good at that, though. He's he like that's like he he's a uh, you know he's good in front of a camera. He's a very personable, dude. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We like that uh, that Jesse guy a lot. We like Cox. Is, is what I'm trying to say. Ultimately, yeah, that's yeah. the last one. I like Cox, a little wary about cock. Oh, it's pronounced Coke. Sorry, my glasses were loose. I had a guy post a like multi-paragraph thing about how I was mispronouncing it and upsetting Germans everywhere on my YouTube. That was pretty good. <laughs> and JP had a two-word response. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. yeah it was... That's the thing, because it sounds like a penis if I say it the other way, and that's the joke. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I actually went so far <laughs> as to go to like, like Google Translate German, make sure, and I heard what they said, and I tried to pronounce it that way. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, that's E3, <sighs> I guess. Ariel says it's okay. We Germans don't understand humor. Um, that's <laughs> a lot, little broad there, Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know. I said the same thing about the, the 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 presentation that they put on. I was like, maybe this is because it's like this is efficient. You know, it's like <laughs> you will get no sight, no you will get information, and that's what you get. This is the most streamlined way we can give you what we want you to know. Are are the people behind the company even German? I think it is a German company. Is it? I want to say it is. Yeah, maybe not though. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just know that the Embracer Group is is where they get the mar- money from. I think on that whole thing. The Embracer Group. Yeah, I think I think that's Sounds like right out of Metal Gear Solid. I like it. I think that's the, who it is. The Embracer Group funds all major video game companies. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the Emba- <laughs> Embracer Group. Embracer Group is a Swedish video game holding uh, company based in Karlstad. Uh, company was seven started the name Nordic Games in December two thousand eight. Forming the video oh, game publishing subsidiary right. of game retailer Game Outlet Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, Docker Triple Six in my chest says, laughs in German, Zeke Stare. <laughs> um, yeah, the subsidiaries of that uh, THQ Nordic, Gearbox Software, Cock Media. Uh, who else? They have a lot. Uh, Wait, Gearbox? Gearbox, Saber yeah, Interactive. Yeah, we talked about this. We talked about this. Yeah. This is at like, yeah, this is the giant umbrella group. Okay. Yep. Okay. Asper, Deca Games, Handy Games, Purple Lamp Studios. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of money over there. Um, did you guys talk or, or discuss anything about the Nintendo DMCA stuff yesterday? Or at least did you see that yesterday? Well, Definitely I saw, that. saw it. Yeah. And I tuned did in watch to watch you, and I saw you, like, like you're, like, Talking about Rami, like you could see the reflection in his glasses. We ended up watching it. We we turned did, it on. We did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, I heard that that somebody, uh, a, I think Gronk, maybe a German streamer, or someone, some some larger streamer, contacted their local connection wild. and confirmed that it was a mistranslation. So that what they what they meant is that they didn't want people restreaming the broadcast without any type of extra content because apparently that was a thing according to them. Yeah. So 
The issue was that that's what they didn't want, but they were okay with people restreaming it and commenting on it, and it got lost in translation. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, I heard so many different things about it, and a lot of it was just from, like, random people in chat that I don't trust at all, where I do necessarily trust, like, pe people within the industry who were talking with people at Nintendo. And so, like, that started at, like, 1 a.m. Uh, Central that night is when that tweet went out. And then... At like five or six a.m., uh, I messaged someone, and they were like, "Yeah, no, we're good to go." I, I talked with uh, so and so at Nintendo, and they said we could do it. And then, like an hour later, that same person said, "Hey, now I'm getting conflicting things. I don't know if we can do this." And then it was literally like thirty minutes before Twitch puts out that tweet saying, "Like, hey, uh, in solidarity with our streamers, we're not going to be restreaming this event on slash Twitch Gaming." Um, you do not co-stream this event. And then like 10 minutes before the same person said, Hey, I just got from like three sources that we can watch it. We should be cleared. And so then I just like turned it on and deleted the VOD across the board in case that was wrong. Um, yep. it's just absurd though. Right? <laughs> like It's just absolutely absurd that that whole sequence of events ever took place to begin with. Um, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day that fair use doesn't exist in Japan, so they don't let that happen there, but it does in obviously in the U.S. and whatnot. So I don't know. Uh, we didn't have anything copyright strike related happen on YouTube yet. So uh, the VOD's gone on Twitch, but it, it does exist on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, that was, that was just a, a cherry on top of the whole DMCA bullshit from the weekend. Uh, in a lot of ways. So that's how it goes. Yeah, I, I guess the keyword is yet, uh, which is kind of like the constant state of content creation on Twitch is that we're fine for now uh, in a lot of ways. Right? It's like, yeah, you haven't gotten a strike yet. Uh, you haven't pissed anyone off yet, right? Like, that's how it goes. That's how it Dude, goes. talk about stress-inducing. Uh, I saw a tweet from um, uh, Ella, the jazz the the he's a streamer that does like speed runs and stuff yeah and he has two copyright strikes on his account oh god and apparently when it when it does that it puts a bar across the top of your dashboard that never goes away just so you know every single time you're oh streaming. my god <laughs> and i was like holy shit like that would that would drive me crazy dude um i didn't even know he had two strikes but yeah that would be that is a thing that is a thing, especially considering people these days are getting hit for stuff they've completely deleted. So yeah. it's just like you're just under constant stress at that point if you're a full-time streamer, just wondering because you've already gotten two strikes. So you know you have content that that has and can be hit. Yeah. So at that point, you're just sitting there like, hope they don't find it and there's nothing I can do about it. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. To, to hopefully to no pressure to cut down on the the rumor chat that sometimes does happen was that ever like verified that people were that there were like a content creator or two that got strikes for stuff they had fully deleted oh, absolutely yeah that but it was like one or two happened. right it wasn't yes people means like one or two in this situation right from what i understand i have seen at least a couple people who have confirmed that they wiped everything clean and then received a strike yeah yes how it is it's where we live in mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it's scary but i also it's important to mention though that a lot of times just like a lot of pr stories of these types um stuff 
goes live and there's a huge deal made about the strike, but then there's not nearly as big of a deal if Twitch comes in and removes the strike. Right. So there have been, there have also been a, a lot of cases where people have been like, oh my God, I got struck for this thing years ago and I deleted it. And then, you know, and that gets like 5,000 likes. And then like a week later, there's the 100 like message. Oh, by the way, Twitch contacted me. Let me know that that's okay now. It's like, ah, I see you visit uh, live stream fells as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, you know, it, it, it does happen. And I, and I think there have been situations where Twitch is like, yeah, like they shouldn't have seen, they shouldn't have seen that clip to be able to DCA it, DMCA it. That's on us. And we're not going to, you know, we're removing that strike essentially. Yeah, that is that has definitely happened as well. Yeah. So we'll see. Live stream fails where you get the fun half of the story. Yes. It's very true. I want game stream fails. <laughs> it's already parked. It. Somebody, somebody took it. Oh. It was probably live stream. Fails. I do. I just. I. 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 I, I game, game stream. It probably was. But I just. I, I want. I want game stream fails where it's just funny people failing in games. That's all I want. That's like. It's no one, funny because now anytime on live stream fails, something, a, a, a thread makes it to the top and there's actually a game involved. Half the comments are like, oh my God, a game. Yeah. yeah game. Yeah. Well, then it's not XQC <laughs> doing something in GTRP, which is usually oh, the man. top there. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I would love, I, I don't even care if it's run by the LSF guys. They should just make like a, a, a game relate, a game centric fails thing i think that i think a lot of people would still want to see that not nearly as many as live stream fails that is where the people are let's be real that's 100%. the world yeah, yeah. um but i think that that would be cool yeah. and the thing i would think would be cool is if you could do that reverse for uh the porn websites because video games are really infiltrating my adult content and i'm not into that shit can we have a think that out are we talking anybody <laughs> Nobody's with me. Oh no, no, um, no, no! I'm I'm with you completely. I'm with you completely. I think those exist. <laughs> I'm fairly certain those exist. I think I think a lot of female streamers actually have to serve DMCA stuff to those websites already. So, yeah, we're just standing up in a lot of ways. Not even, it's not even a joke. Um, so, do you guys see Metroid's getting another 2D? Yeah, Metroid, <laughs> Metroid Dread, baby. I'm excited about that. I Back was to sitting the game. Forget what I just dude, said. I was, I was sitting here and I was like, he's going to change the subject. He's going to change the subject. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. And there it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> Let's just shut this whole thing down and come back in like six minutes and talk about video games. What do you say? Okay. Okay. All right, perfect. We're gonna take a break and uh, come back and talk about video games because we've been playing them all way. This whole E3 thing's been going on. Uh, so we'll I have talk like about four those. different types of donuts. Do, we, do any of you out there? I would love some donuts. One? What do, what okay. do you call the donut that has like the maple? Is it maple glazed? Is that what do you call it? A maple. Does bar. it have maple glaze on it? Is maple glazed donut a thing? I believe maple it is. bar is rectangular. I know that. Oh, I'm talking like donut. I think we're talking donuts. I think I like a maple glazed donut. Sure. I I, I'll look. I'll probably find something. Yeah. I got some maple syrup. I could just drizzle it over glazed. I don't know if I'd Dude, like if that. If it's that not a like Krispy Kreme, like glazed right from the oven, like that is like head and shoulders above the rest. Like I, I, my my favorite donut besides that, Cruller. Used to call them tractor oh, yes. tires. Oh, yes. 
A what? A what? Of Krellers, man. Krellers. Tractor tires. They look like tractor tires. Oh, the yeah, beautiful yeah, thing yeah, about yeah, Krellers. Yeah, the yeah, beautiful yeah. thing about Krellers is it dramatically increases the surface area of the glaze on the donut. That's the secret. Aren't You're getting so much more surface area for the glaze. And I mean, let's be honest. That's where the flavor is. So it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, that it's is like the difference between wa- like it's the difference between waffles and pancakes, and why waffles are clearly superior. And anyone that doesn't think that is just wrong. Um, you know, it's the same premise. Okay, I'm googling. Wait, I was making sure that a uh, crawler donut is not the same as a cake donut. Oh no, no, cake donuts are, are thick. Are thick. They're yeah. really cake, 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 cake donuts refer to what the donut is actually made of most of the time. Gotcha. Crawler Sometimes is, they call them old fashions. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> my, my chat cries in diabetes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This is very... Uh, oh, man. A lot of donut talk here on the show. Uh, drop frames and here. And I, I have to go get one now. Number one source of donut. Co's going to go get one. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and talk video games right after this. We'll see you guys soon. I'm going to check and see if there's a filter for that thing I talked about. Quick, close it. I'm doing my outro look. AP! Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here of Old Drop Frames. Let's talk about video I, games. I did bring donuts back, but I ate them all. I'm sorry. It's okay. I get it. I understand. I'm just going to, you know, distance. I'm just going to go over here a little bit more into my side of things. Okay. <sighs> Z, what have you been playing? What's been going on? One second. I'm updating my uh, taste profile. Okay. Done. All right. Anyway, what have I been playing? Yeah. What's what? What have you been doing? What's going on? What's shaking over on uh, Zeke's Funhouse? <laughs> uh, I uh, let's see. The last game I played was Mind Scanners, which was it's a indie game that I checked out on on uh, a few Sundays ago, like three weeks ago or whatever. And it's like a uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. neon cyberpunky kind of papers please ish kind of a thing. Um, it papers where papers please fell a little short for me. This one kind of uh, picked up the interest because in papers please, as far as I as far as I know, like as much as I played, it's you get one mini game that they add things to, right? Um, they add like you have to check for this. Now you have to check for this. Now you have to check for this. This one is like uh, lots of they like, just add more mini games. You see the difference. That I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the basic premise of the game is you're a mind scanner in this dystopian future, uh, in this place called the structure that is surrounded by a wall, and this is where all like the civilized people live, basically. And uh, you go around and you give people a mind scan, and you determine whether they're sane or insane. If they're sane, it's kind of like in Papers Please, where you give them a pass and they just go through the gate, right? If they're insane, then you have tools at your disposal to like basically zap parts of their brains. And that's where the mini games come in. When you determine someone's insane, uh, you see their, uh, they have little symbols for their uh, insanities. And you like, one of the things is like an audio uh, Morse code thing. So it's like, you sh- it shows the character that you're, that you're uh, trying to fix. 
and it shows like speakers by their ears and you hear this like this uh beep boop 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 beep boop and then you have to match it and then it plays the sound like it's like an oral like a, a oral treatment right uh and there's like lots of different like mini games like that um and it's there's a there's a tenseness to it because you have a time limit um everything costs either uh the kpok which is the dollars game dollars uh or it costs time and you upgrade you get more like uh systems more more tools to help you like fix the people and stuff like that but the the another really cool thing about it that kind of drew me in was the the premise of it is you are being forced to be a mind scanner because the structure has your daughter held captive. So you get like messages from the structure saying you're doing very well. Your daughter is also very healthy. She's being uh, looked after and blah, 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 blah. Keep up the good work. And then you get like, and I'm not spoiling anything because this happens like pretty much day one or two of your job. You get a message from like the underground called Moonrise and they're like the rebels trying to take down the structure. Yeah. And you have you decide kind of in the game whether you want to uh like go with Moonrise. Oh, sorry, someone linked this to me. You don't have to watch this. Oh no, um, this is great. This is one of my favorite <laughs> film clips of all time. It's, it's from Mac and Me. Do you remember yeah. that old oh, movie? No, I, I only know this because Paul Rudd shows it during interviews when he goes on Conan. Oh, does he? Yeah. This oh, okay. Is, this I is the clip he brings about his movie. Oh, I had no idea. It's great. Um, am, am I good at DMC? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. It gets weirder. <laughs> that was okay. Anyway, that made me laugh. Yeah. But uh, mind scanners. Yeah, getting back to the game, <laughs> uh, you you decide whether you want to like side with the rebels and take down the structure and get your daughter back that way, or I'm guessing you because I that's the way I decided to go. Or I'm guessing you can, like, go against the Rebels and try and, like, play by their rules so you get your daughter back that way, you know? Yeah. Um, I, had, I didn't finish it. Uh, Are you going back to it? But it seemed like, yeah, I, I, it seems like I don't have that much more of the game to do. It doesn't yeah. feel like that because of all the power-ups and upgrades you can get. Like, all of them were open that I could buy. So it felt like I'm getting to an end game of sorts. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it was just it's a fun gameplay loop for me. Uh the the stories that the the, the of the insane people or the the people you're checking, you're mind scanning, uh are are kind of cool and it's kind of like fun. It was fun talking to chat going you only get black and white. You only get sane or insane. So there's like a lot of like stories that the the people tell you like that doesn't sound like necessarily insane. But it's not fully sane. So you have to like judge like, mm. and if you yeah, get like and, and a little bit like papers, please, if you get one wrong, like they'll tell you a story like this person went out and held up a convenience store. We're docking you three K-Pock, which is the money. Yeah. yeah. So you get like a little demerit. You get a little, uh, 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 you know, fun docking if you um, fuck up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But one of the cool uh, things in this game is I'm playing on the hardest setting. So I like fucking up is pretty easy. You can actually go back and do a day again. If you fuck something up, if you want to like get, get it like right. Quote unquote. Um, but the other thing is you can always go back to whatever day you want, but however many days you go back, those days that you, that you skipped over going back are gone. 
you have to do those all over again. Oh, so that's so if you need to go back like three days, those three days that you went like skip past backwards are gone now. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. And <laughs> and this like some of the some of the mini games are are disturbing, funny. Like you, you basically put this thing over this guy's mouth, and it, it goes, and you have to go like just fast enough so you won't like. You have to go a certain speed because if you go too fast, you have to start over again. Yeah, a lot of fun, cool mini games. I think we talked about this game in in great detail, so I don't spend uh, too much time on it. Um, But yeah, you're gonna go back and finish it. You're gonna see it all the way to the end this time around. Yep, cool. Yep, yep, cool. Uh, It is developed by the Outer Zone, which is funny because that's the name of what the Outer Zone, the, the Outer Zoners, outside of the wall. That's what they call them. Uh-huh. Um, and it's published by Brave at Night. Huh. And it is, what, $16.99 on Steam. Cool. Um, Very cool. I know you also went and played Strangeland, which I don't yep. remember us talking about uh, you playing this at all. So what? what is, uh, talk to us about Strangeland. Uh, I, I, another game that I saw on any day, and I went back because I wanted to uh, give it another go, and I heard it was relatively short. I could probably do it in one stream. And we did. It's okay. a fantastic short point and click game, uh, very atmospheric, um, really good like voice acting, sound effects, all that stuff. Not not uh, a lot of like moon logic. There's not a lot of moon logic in it. It's pretty logical. Uh, they don't hide a lot of shit. There's a couple of moments. That happened at any point in click where you're like, hmm, but not nearly as much or as long was I struggling as I have with other games. Um, but it clips along. It's very well paced. Um, it's weird. It's uh, 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 creepy and dreamlike throughout the most of the game. It's a, a you you get the sense pretty pretty quickly on that it's a like a metaphorical thing that this is a metaphor for blank. Mm. Um, and uh, it has a lots of references of, like, Norse mythology, some biblical references. Like, it has a lot of cool mythology, uh, mythological references in it uh, that if you're, like, I don't know, have a surface-level knowledge, you'll pick some of it out and go, oh, that's, that's that. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just a very well-done, concise point-and-click. They don't drag it out. Um and the uh, the characters in it are like unique, very well drawn. Um, the puzzles are puzzles are, are uh, uh, some of them are pretty intuitive. One uh, in particular that I want that I want to make mention of that I thought was fucking cool and by happened totally by accident. My uh, the closed captioner that I use, my OBS plugin that I use. Uh, solved a a puzzle for me because the puzzle is a word like uh what you know that game uh i think it's mad gab or something that they give you words in a row that sound like a sentence you have to figure out what you're saying so it's like okay it's like uh, the word is like william harry uh uh, meet or something like william harry meet william harry will you marry me like that. Oh, okay. It was, sure. it was oh, that yeah. kind of puzzle. Like CDC. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was that kind of puzzle and my fucking closed captioner it's a phone number hidden in words and my closed captioner solved it before i did and it was like put the put the fucking phone number on the screen i was like did it just solve that fucking puzzle and i put it in the like the the phone and i went oh my god huh. <laughs> it was really kind of yeah. great yeah, it was cool. That's kind of great. Uh, and the, the, the devs, uh, shout out to the, the Wormwood Studios devs. They were, they actually, a couple of them showed up and hung out with us while we played the game. And uh, they I showed them that, and they're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's a very cool game. Uh, it is, yeah, developed by Wormwood Studios, published by Wadjetai Games. Uh, it's $14.99 on Steam. And uh, if you ever played Primordia, it's by the same creators of Primordia. Yeah. You said it was short. What, what was your game time in it? Uh, I think it's like normal playthrough, like four to five hours. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not too bad. Cool. Uh, and then I also know uh, you went and uh, and finished uh, the old Resident Evil Village. Finished, right? You're done. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Thumbs up, I'm assuming. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything in that game was really well done. I don't understand. And I'm sure you guys might have had the same, like, I don't know, problem. That first section, they just front-loaded the difficulty on that fucking game <laughs> right up top. Nothing in the game You're is harder than that. talking about that first survival that. section? Yes. The town or whatever. Nothing in yeah. the game is harder than that. It especially, is it's especially astounding. since you don't know exactly what you're doing. So, right, like, that's the yeah. biggest thing. If if it was, like, he does give little hints at, at some points, like, if you listen yeah. to what the character's saying, but at no point is it, like, completely clear that you just basically need to survive, like, that section. And I, I, I don't even I don't even know what the delimiters win. are. Yeah, yeah, same. I stumbled into and, a win and almost fucking reset because I thought I, I failed again. <laughs> because I got to a screen that was a, that was a cutscene, but I thought it might be the death scene, scene again that I had seen so many times. So I all, I was like, eh. and then I stopped and went, wait, this is a little different. Did you, wait, did I win? I did. The and that's exactly what I said. Thing. Did I win? Huh? I think I know exactly exact ha- having not played it, but watched it. I think I know the, the exact moment you're referencing. Were you playing on yeah. the hardest difficulty? Is that, is that why? Yeah. Okay. And uh, well, I'm not, uh, well, not, not the like hardest, the, because you, not the yeah. paid the hardest, hardest you can in the first time. Yeah. yeah. Unless you buy like the deluxe or something, right? Which I did, and I could have done, and oh. I'm glad I did not. Okay, that's like Village of Shadows or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one is designed for New Game Plus. There's there's parts of that that are just like you can't Absurd. do. You don't have enough ammo or or things to do it with if you do it from the very beginning of the game. You just yeah. have to run by mobs, basically. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Zeke, dude, I spent so long on that section because I thought you had to kill everything for the longest time. So I was like trying to figure out how to like group enemies up. And I was dying all these crazy ways. Cause I was just like try experimenting being like, okay, if I get those three together and if I wait for that guy, and, like I'm trying to plan out a route and stuff to kill them all. And then eventually just like during one of those attempts, exactly like you said, I just died. And then I was like, wait, did, did I, did I wit? Is that kind of a whore? Like what? Okay. <laughs> What's going on? Yep. Yeah. 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 No, I saw something, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but I saw something, some, some enemies show up and I was like, oh, this guy, he's gonna, he's on my side. He's totally on my side. He's like, fucking, fucking shit up. 
Yeah. So I just sat there and I was like, yeah. And then the <laughs> was like, nope, he's not. <laughs> like that, I thought that was a win for me. Yep. The old juice. On the hand to restore it. I need to play through this eventually. I'm I'm waiting uh, for the exact time to for my brain. I don't and I don't know what this is, but or how long this will take. But I'm waiting to forget all of this so that then oh, it's sure. like a fresh playthrough. Yeah, in that way. Yeah, um, yeah. It'll, it'll it's take a, half I mean, a year it's so. great. There's I mean, it's it's very much uh, since I played RE4 uh, right before this. It's very much reminiscent of that kind of Resident Evil, where it's just like a lot of action, a lot of moving. Like, not a lot of, uh, um, just, like, banter in between bullshit. It's it's mostly, like, just plugging through the main quest, and uh, it clips along. It's it, Besides, uh, save the first part, first section, it's very well-paced, I think. Um, and uh, I loved the, char- the, the, the character and enemy design. How uh, new and varied and different they were. Some were some were really like fascinating, and some were grotesque and all that kind of stuff. And they, I think they did the the different sections of the game. I think they did them uh, very well and different enough from each other to feel like a a new experience ish kind mm. of a thing. So yeah. da da, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Did you? I feel like that. <laughs> That's something I won't be able to forget, unfortunately. Um, but I also feel like that was like the most spoiled thing, at least that I saw on social media. Did you get to that part without being unspoiled or without being spoiled, Z? Without referencing exactly what happened, did you get to that part without it being spoiled for you? Yes, I, I didn't okay. have the only thing that I really had spoiled for me was uh, the Lady Demetrius. Like, you know, oh, it was hard yeah, to yeah. hard to avoid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hard to avoid that, but all the rest of it, yeah, was totally in the cool. dark, and everything was a fun surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. There was uh, two bits of news about Resident Evil Village. Uh, the first is that uh, the thing to come out of Capcom's E3 conference was that uh, we're getting DLC for eight for Village, uh, which is not a surprise. Um, but also that uh, Resident Evil Village is the second best-selling game so far of 2021. It's done very, very well. Um, which, not really a surprise. I mean, Resident Evil is like massive. I wonder nine foot two inches why. <laughs> sure, yes. That that was very uh, well done marketing. But also, I mean, it's got movies, right? Like, Resident Evil is a pretty popular oh, yeah. thing. But that also didn't hurt, mm. uh, without a doubt. Um, so... Cool. Did you uh, did you play this on PC, Zeke? What what platform were you yeah. playing? Yeah. Okay. PC. It's a good one. Um. Hey, did you finish uh, Persona Three? Is that over? No. Oh, you're still oh. doing that. Okay. Ha- still where- figuring out a day for it. Have like, you? Have now you- that Ian, go ahead. Well, have you hit the the where has have you seen I'm, the I'm, ending yet? No. <laughs> okay. No. All right. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I've just finished up uh, all of the, the known shadows. All the known shadows, the 12 have been defeated. Okay. And then there's that fucking three, two or three week chunk where you don't do shit. 
Right. And I had to like plug through that just so I could get new shit in tartar sauce. Right. Finally got some new shit in tartar sauce, and now I'm just waiting for like the big baddie, whatever it is, to fucking show up. I probably have, I don't know, three full streams, if not four. I would say like 20 hours, 15, 20 hours. Yeah. Yeah. You got some, maybe a little bit more than that. Maybe I, it's been a long time. I forget the sequence of events, but yeah, yeah there's a lot. It's a persona game. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> scrolling through. Uh, I think that's kind of in general. Yeah. That's going back a couple of weeks um, in terms of what you've been jumping through. E3 kind of took over everyone's schedule. Um, Co, dude, I want to talk to Co. Yeah, Co. I want to, I want to talk to you about Celasta and how much I'm I'm fucking. It's my off stream game, and I just oh, can't that's get enough. Right. I remember you mentioned that. I am yeah. loving it, dude. Yeah, how, dude, how's it's a it lot going? of fun. I I am I'm done with Celasta. I beat okay. it on the hardest difficulty, and uh, I had a really good time with it. I thought it was it was pretty great. Um, it is like what's really cool about Celasta is you can tell it's a lower budget project. Um. Like the animations are a little weird. Sometimes the dialogue's a little disjointed. Um, you know, the the voice acting is kind of hit and miss. Um, but at the same time, they really I feel like it's one of those situations where the company really put their resources in the right place. Like the verticality is super cool in the system. The maps are a lot of fun. Um, the actual combat system is really cool. There's tons of items. There's a cool crafting system. There's lots of like really nice little QOL features that in some cases even the AAA stuff isn't doing. And uh, honestly, like by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, "Let's go!" Like I, I'm, I, I was, I enjoyed the whole time. I enjoyed the whole thing, and um, my hope is that since this opened up as a Game Pass game and was a relatively well received title, that this is now going to give um, uh, the devs the 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 resources they need to really come back and and hit the next version of this game like full force much better kind of, you know, uh, much better prepared in terms of being able to handle more kind of AAA style features and stuff and just knock it out of the park. Like for what they had, they did a great job with Celasta and, uh, and I really liked it big time. It played like, uh, the, I think the UI for this game is, is the, was the biggest selling point for me that it, it, the, the level of entry for this versus Baldur's Gate 3, which I played just a little bit ago, like, this, it's a lot easier to jump into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I don't know if it's, like, presented in a way that clicks with my brain, but it seemed like I was just, you know, running and gunning from the beginning, and I felt like I had a good handle on the turn structure and how it worked and stuff like that, and how, like like this however it was set up the, the easily accessible like i know that this button this button this button it's like not like i had to know where shit was laid out yeah because it was like very well uh put together also it was 5e like your basic 5e rules which i'm very familiar with um and uh yeah it was just it just it seemed much easier to pick up and play but like ho said you do have to like it, the graphics and stuff are about you know from about ten years ago, but oh like, really? Okay, it's one of those things you can forgive because it all like the game is fun. It's really fun, and it makes you feel like like the thing it, it wants. I 
I feel like the thing it wants to accomplish is make you feel like you're actually playing D and D, and it does that. It does that very well because you're yep. walking around, you're searching, like you're seeing stuff, you're you know finding traps. Everybody has different skills and stuff. Um, certain spells are beneficial, like actually work the way they're supposed to, like uh, like they do in D and D and stuff. You uh, you prepare for like a battle that you're gonna have. Um, the, there's a couple of glitchy things, and I wanted to ask you about this code. Like, I wanted to like put it on Twitter, but I didn't want to like. Uh, there's a couple mechanical things. There's a dispel magic spell, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, one of the enemies casts like this veil of darkness, mm-hmm. and you'd think like the dispel magic would take care of that. It does not. Like, I haven't found a use for Dispel Magic, and it's a great useful spell in D&D. There are more than a few bugs in the game. Yeah. So there, there is, it, it is very likely that it may just be not. It, it, if you okay. understand it, they want the interpretation to be as true to D&D as possible. And a lot of the times, if you, if you try to do something and it doesn't work in the game like it does in D&D, a lot of times it's a bug. There, I've rewritten into Darkness a few is issues. not magic. Somewhere. Oh, there you go. Okay. As someone in chat is why does it follow you around then? Why did like I move out of the darkness area and I'm still blind? Is it? I don't know. Is that not magic? <laughs> the spelling magic uh, on on flying enemies and stuff is pretty cool, but I mean, hitting them can knock them out of the air too. So. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the other thing is there's a there's a uh, a fucking cleric spell that gets you like back up to a certain amount of healing or back up to like half max, half your HP max. And it's mm-hmm. never worked. And I looked at forums and they're like, you got to read it, man. And so like, I know what I'm reading. <laughs> I had people at like one or two HP and it doesn't heal them at all. It does zero. What's the spell? Yeah. Do you remember the spell name, Z? Um, it's a cleric spell. Uh, is it like uh fuck? I can't remember what's on my head, but damn it. Sorry. But uh one one thing kind of funny about the game is the entire death mechanic is is kind of uh I'll I'll say it's a little bit abusable, which I don't think it is in 5e. So basically whenever a character goes down, he enters a death state, and at that point it's three yeah. successful or three fails. But the thing is, is if you heal anyone to any point, then they exit death state, and if they go back into death state, they go in with all of their positive and negative saves removed. So it's like they died for the first time. So what that basically means is if you're like fighting an enemy that can only attack once per turn, then you like, you'll, you'll, they'll, they'll kill your tank. Your tank goes down. He, uh, it then becomes your turn. You heal the tank. He pops back up. The enemy attacks your tank. He goes down and it's just, there's no way the enemy can kill you at all. That's but then, let's say they can attack twice. Yeah. Well, the enemy attacks you once to knock you down attacks you twice and let's say crits to then give you two death saves. Well, you then heal that person for one. He gets back up. And then when he hits them again to knock him down, he goes down and has all his death saves are gone. Yep. So like, that's how it's supposed to work. That's how in it works 5e. in 5e. Yeah. It felt so cheesy. Welcome to some of the it issues with so 5e. freaking cheesy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I thought that no, was just a lost interpretation issue. I didn't realize that was no, how no, 5e no. worked. There were <laughs> so many fights. Exploits. Yeah. There were so many fights where I was just using the cleric can trip to like stabilize them and then they would get unstabilized and then <laughs> i'd stabilize yeah, but... them unstabilized and my tank was basically dead the entire fight 
Yep. Anking better than if he were alive because Dude, he would just eat all the hits. As, uh, as Dan oh, used yeah. to say when we would play together, uh, you don't heal people unless they're dead in D&D because yeah. of yeah, that very reason. Very true. Yeah. 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 So I, I completely see it. I completely yeah. see well, it. And the, the thing I was thinking about is the channel divinity. Uh, channel divinity for a life cleric called... Um, and someone said, oh. like, it's because the it's because the vampire did the. This was like I tried it outside of that fight, I think and I it's never done about. shit. It's never healed ever. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong, man. And I know, like, don't tell me it's because they were over half their hit points. I made sure that they were like one or two HP. Yeah, someone just and said no <laughs> one got healed. Someone said you can only heal them up to half their max HPs. The DMs oh, yeah, in chat, yeah. Oh, I know. I'm aware. Is that preserve life? I think life? I know, That's what, I think I know what yeah. the spell you're talking about. Preserve life? Is that the name? Channel Divinity Preserve Life? Yep. Yeah. That sounds right. And so, I don't know. It's never worked. Uh, <laughs> anyway, fuck it. I don't care. I, I didn't use it either. I just don't use it way. ever. <laughs> um, I assume you create... Oh, yeah. There. Okay, there's Co-Carnage right there on stream. Uh, you played a, a oh, Paladin. Yeah. How much did like uh, in, in the world of uh, like role playing? Are you able to choose like your, uh, you know, are you able to role play it all in the dialogue, or is it pretty rigid that, in terms of how it goes? That is another thing that I liked about this. That is kind of kind of something that maybe maybe I'll be fucking a pariah for this, but they really streamlined the dialogue stuff. Which I am not. I'm, I'm. I'm a fan of that. I don't mind that oh. at all. Like, there's a ton and ton of dialogue in the Baldur's Gate games. This kind of streamlines it. You roll. Uh, oftentimes, you roll automatically with the person. Like, if it's an inspiration or not inspiration, if it's a uh, um, insight roll, the person with the highest insight rolls that that stat for you. Um, can you saves come? Yes, but you can also turn that off on your game if you want to make it like a true experience. You can you can turn off like, uh, or it's like a checkbox says like keep this seed, which means your rolls, your answers will always be the same, mm. or your uh, rolls and results will always be the same. Um, but I like that because it's a video game. It and in the video in in D and D when I'm role playing tabletop, I relish the RP moments. And the combat's like a cool, like it's whipped cream. I, I, I like it, but it, the main shit is RP. In a video game for me, I want like the action to be like the main thing and then the RP to be like the whipped cream on top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's this game does that. It's, it's, the dialogue is very streamlined. Um, it's, you don't like, and I hate this about myself. It's like one of those things like I punch myself in the balls playing these games because like every dialogue option you shouldn't don't do that i have to exhaust I don't, have also to. don't do that I, what <laughs> it won't my brain won't let me you know it's like i have to exhaust every dialogue option and they like the people that you can talk to is very limited like to the things you need to know pretty much and i love that like mm. i've exhausted all the dialogue options guess i'm gonna go battle again <laughs> What's the uh, the balance of of combat to like I don't know walking around town story related watching dialogue that type of stuff? Probably like seventy to eighty percent. 
combat. combat. Nice. It, it is okay. it is very combat heavy. The game is very combat heavy. Do yep. you think, as someone who's not necessarily as familiar, and I'll ask Zeke the inverse of this, someone who's not necessarily familiar with 5e rules, do you think you learned enough from this game going into a tabletop campaign now uh, that you feel like you have like kind of a, a leg up or at least you're you're versed in the system more so than you would be? Was that a question for me? Uh, for Co first, and then we'll we'll, okay. we'll ask you the for inverse. me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I just started last Monday uh, my new D and D session with this Joker here and right. Elohim, yeah. Chilled Chaos, and them. And I I will say that I feel like I have a much better grasp when we start combat on 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 what that means, how the turns progress, how that works. Uh, so yeah, I I it, it where before you know I felt a, a little bit more le- less sure about the situation like now kind of i i see a framework in my head as we kind of move through things um that i think is going to be really helpful yeah are you uh have you gotten upset at other people's plays yet <laughs> we're like in I, this, well, you, you control a team and that one you're just like make sure you do it, mate come on just come on well just what's kind on. of what's kind of fun <laughs> is in in our current game uh i'm playing like a reserved kind of sarcastic snarky not so great guy and and that one of the other players chill chaos is playing this overly energetic like in your face like i'm gonna just do what i want like say ridiculous stuff out loud and my character pretty overtly even in our first episode strongly dislikes his character sure so it's been a it's it's been a fun dynamic nice. so um yeah, every everyone has very cool characters in this one, so it's it's going to lead to an interesting uh, an interesting game. Yeah, sure. Zeke, for you, the inverse of that question, like your knowledge of five E, has that helped or hurt you going into the actual game of of Solasta? Helped, helped, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I know the the structure of turns and stuff, like move, like the, the movement, action, bonus action, so on and so forth. I played most of the characters, uh, or most of the classes, excuse me, in D and D. But like, Co found out like, oh shit, Warlock's one of the classes I've never played. Like, maybe the one like of the core that yeah. I've never played. So I was kind of clueless. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I guess I'll try and help you, but goddamn, Warlock is not. I've never played one, so <laughs> it was a little weird. But Arcade, Arcade said everything worked classes, out. You did great. Yeah, <laughs> I had. A, I'm playing like there's a, a on my squad. There's a, a cleric, a wizard, a paladin, and a rogue. So mm. like, that's all like gravy to me. I played each one of those classes at least a year or more. Yeah. Um, in different games, so it's very much helping. Uh, and it's it's kind of cool to like figure out like, oh, I have a bonus action left. That means I can do healing word. I know that's a bonus action spell. There it is, and there it is, right there, like you think it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, well, it's on Game Pass. What is it? Is it a full sixty dollar game outside of that? Forty dollars. Uh, no, no, no. That's the thing. I think it's only like forty, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it is currently forty bucks. Yep, it's forty bucks. It's one point oh. Uh, there's six classes right now, but they're going to be adding in sorcerer. In fact, they just tweeted oh. out a. This is pretty cool. They just tweeted out a big form that they're asking people to fill out that have played, and they're like, "What do you want to see in updates? You know, we have the sorcerer coming. What else do you want from from everything?" And they've also been super super inclusive uh with with the their community in kind of making and forming the game um for most of my playthrough one of the cms was hanging out in the chat they were constantly like you know answering questions and and doing all sorts of stuff there so yeah um yeah it's really cool cool full disclosure i have a character in the game and it's very poorly voiced okay all right keep that in mind there you go 
Uh, you can't miss it. You can't miss him. You get it. You, you get to talk to him right away. And a couple of times after that, it's great. Great. I think I think that's in Coe's really rider. Makes immerses me right in the game. Doesn't pull me out of it. At <laughs> I think that's in Coe's rider to, to have characters right at the beginning of the game because it was the same. Not thing. only or scream at you during other main story components. Yeah, yeah, yeah the same thing. Uh, I'm very interested on your take on this because you do not have uh, an affinity for these games. Um, where I think a lot of people have played these games before. The old Ratchet and Clank series. Uh, how are you liking Oh, my God. Rift Apart. Are you in? Are you a fan this now? This game is so good. Good. But, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's... I'm, I'm going to be honest. I can't compare it. I can't say it's good because it's Ratchet and Clank. What I can tell you is that this game is really, really good. They're all good. Um, it, are they all... Okay, well, I mean, this game, it's Most gorgeous. <laughs> the the amount the the type of loading that it does is this is this is one of the the first games that I've really played where I'm like this is a completely next generation game like yeah, the way I've that it that plays it's so smooth the graphics are absolutely beautiful everything is rock solid uh, it only crashed once and it hard locked my PS5 really um yeah at the very beginning funny enough and then it's been it's been perfectly since then but huh. I mean in terms of like the scenes and how quickly it loads and some of the transitions it does like. I'm constantly finding myself, wow, this is an amazing scene right here as well. I, everything um, I see in this game is just eye candy where I'm just like, God fucking damn yeah. it. Huge yeah. variety of weapons, a weapon upgrade system that's super cool. There's loot everywhere. There's upgrades and little secrets you can get everywhere. Uh, the weapon variety is really fun. Like, I, I don't. There's only like one or two normal weapons and they can all be leveled up and then get like a special unlock at level five. Um, it is. It has been extremely fun so far. I'm having a good time with it. Has the uh, for those that have never played it, Ratchet and Clank is kind of like lighthearted humor. Disney, uh, it's it's Disney esque. Yeah, yeah, like Pixar Disney esque for sure. Is mm-hmm. is that? Uh, are you enjoying that aspect of it? Because I, uh, I would say typically yeah. at least what I know about you and, and your interest in that stuff, you don't necessarily partake in said. I was IP. talking about it today. Yeah, yeah, I was I was actually talking about it today. It it feels a little bit like a mortal if it was a little bit more generalized and a little bit less daddy. If that makes sense, oh, the a little bit less, game. a little bit less yeah. dad jokes and a little bit more just kind of like family jokes, um, where where the humor is just kind of like it's very it's very simple, it's very in your face, but at the same time, because of how like pretty the game is and how good the voice acting is and everything, it's just it's just enjoyable. Like you said, it's like watching a Pixar movie. In a lot of cases, it feels better than watching a Pixar movie. Um, just with the, like there has been more than a couple times when a cutscene has ended. And I have not even realized the cutscene has ended because of how good the graphics are. And I've been like, "Oh shit, I control now!" Like, <laughs> like it's 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 so wild. Yeah. Um, it 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 is it is super super fun. And yeah, the humor the humor is great. Like somebody today was like, "Yeah, how do you like the story? Is it you know? I, mean, I know you like complex stories." And I was like, "Well, no, the the story is not that complex, but I don't think it needs to be that complex. You know, the story is there to just kind of lead you through this this tale of Ratchet and Clank." Like it doesn't need to be like a Pillars of Eternity style twist and turns and surprises and it doesn't need any of that stuff. It's just it's just there to kind of like keep you moving forward and have you interact and, and hang out with all the enjoyable characters and see all the locations and the cool things and all that stuff and does it well. Are you playing uh 1080p? Uh I'm think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm playing on a on a 1440 monitor, but I think it's in 1080. Um, 1080 with the, I think it's like performance Z or something like that. Z performance. Um, there's a few different quality levels you can do. And, uh, and mine's on the 60 FPS and it's still absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And, um, and, and looks great. Oh, it is 14. Yeah. I'm playing on 1440 performance. RT is 1440. 
there you go. So that's that's what I'm playing on. Performance really? I, part of me thought that the, I thought that there was an issue with the PS5 where it actually couldn't output at 1440p. Does it may be upscaling from 1080, but if it is, I, I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter. I just thought that was the case. Yeah. It's one of those games where I, I just, I'm waiting uh, for, for the time because I, I might actually like one stream this. Um, I think it's only it's like only 14 or like, 15. Oh. I think 10 to 12 hours is what I was told. If you just, if you go right, there's, there's obviously a lot of, there's not only side missions, but there's a lot of side content as well. There's, if you fully clear every area and at any point you can bring up the map and you get all the little icons of the stuff around you, you can get if you want to. So if you were to get all of that, it'd probably be like 15-ish, if not a little more. Um, but if you're just going through the main story and going objective to objective, you could probably have this game in eight to 10 hours, no problem. Oh, okay. Not too bad. It's it's a lot of fun, though, just to see what the guns do and, and oh, branch yeah. that stuff out. That's You play a Ratchet and Clank to see the absurdity and, and creativity of the, the devs and what they've put in there for mm -hmm. all the different ways to play the action stuff. Um in terms of like not knowing the universe at all, are you finding yourself missing out on like inside jokes or like characters that do they introduce characters when they show up for the first time? Or do they just say like, Hey, that's captain Quark. And you're just like, Oh, I guess his name's captain. Quark. <laughs> like, how, sort how's of. that working they, out? They definitely a few times be like, Oh, that's so-and-so in like a different dimension. And I'm like, I don't know who so-and-so is. So I'm sure that would be a lot more impactful to those types of people, but it's never done to a degree where I feel like I'm really missing out. And all the main stuff is, is relatively easily introduced, like through, you know, you'll see like little glimpses of people and then someone will kind of explain what you may have seen and then you'll meet them later and stuff like that. So yeah, it, I, I haven't felt like I've missed anything by not playing the others. I've got, been getting the question a lot. Can I start with this one? Yeah. And as yeah, somebody yeah. that has, I can say I'm having a blast with it. So, I mean, maybe maybe there's some some deeper levels, um, you know, if you've played the previous ones, but I'm having a great time with it as a first-time player. Yeah, I think if anything, again, I haven't played it, but I know that in all the pre-release... These scenes are so cool. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the rail stuff is really cool. Yeah. It's also... The rail, with the rail and the transition. There's there's lots of these, like, real quick transition areas, and it's it's wild how good they look and how quick it goes through. And I saw Rami say there's not a single loading screen. Is that... Have you noticed that? Uh, I don't think I've seen one. It no, just is kind of like... It just goes... Like just keeps going. That's yeah. insane to me. That's that. That's that SSD. There are definitely prolonged animations, and I'm guessing those are the loading screen. Like when you leave a planet, like you don't just appear in space. Like you take off and kind of fly through the atmosphere and stuff. I'm guessing they're using those as loading screens and, and everything. But yeah, it's it's been great. There's been been no no time at any point that I felt like I've been waiting. Would you say this is uh, the best game on the PS5 right now? <clears throat> uh that's a little harder yeah um i think it's it's a really really fun beautiful kind of platformer but at that point it's it's really going to be a genre thing i mean at the and, and also the fact that it's only you know 10 hours if you fight through it like somebody in my chat earlier was like yeah i want to get a ps5 for this game and i was like so what do you do after 10 hours <laughs> no there's not exactly a lot of replayability yeah. i think it's a fantastic addition to the ps5 library and a great reason to get it and i think that especially ratchet and clank fans will really enjoy it um but you know, I I don't I don't know if I'd go as far as saying it's like the showcase piece, or or I mean it it might be graphically, yeah, it might be graphically and tech wise. Um, but in terms of the whole package, uh, you know, like I I personally probably um would would say like one of the the updates to one of the more recent ones like Final Fantasy VII R for the PS5 would probably be like one of my probably bigger ones. Um, I heard the update's pretty amazing there. 
Uh, and I did absolutely love the Yuffie thing that I did recently. So, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say it's a fantastic addition to the library. Cool. Sure. Zeke, any uh, questions for Co on on the old Ratchet and Clank? It's just not my style, man. I don't know. It's, I mean, it looks gorgeous, it looks beautiful, but it's, it's, it needs to go one one way or more or the other for me. It's just on the edge of being kind of like you know. <sighs> Do Disney cartoony, cartoony, you know, like I'd rather go like, uh, more, more mature or even less mature, like more cute and stuff like, like Astrobot, mm-hmm. you know, like Astrobot is super cute, but it's not like, it doesn't try to be like clever and corny and like, I'm fucking radical, you know, like this kind of like hits that spot for me. I'm just like, eh, not for me. Makes sense. <laughs> But it looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like I can appreciate oh, yeah. the mechanics yeah. and the beauty and all that shit. Like I can appreciate a good painting. It doesn't mean I like it. Oh, we got title card. Spoilers. <laughs> That's a great. I guess we'll use that as our segue out of the footage of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you Maybe I shouldn't mention. explain myself from now on. I just say like I don't like it and move on. <laughs> I, I like hearing your reasoning. Yeah, I like the reasoning. I know. Huh? I know. Okay. Fucking with Chad. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, I love hearing why you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There you go. That's better. Nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, How is the Final Fantasy VII inner grade slash intermission stuff? Okay. Yeah. And and just just to lay it out there, Final Fantasy VII integrade is the the bringing it to the ps5 from what i understand final oh. fantasy 7 intermission is the specific content involving yuffie okay so there there is the differentiation there and i believe intermission is a part of intergrade maybe anyway it was fun i enjoyed it uh yuffie is snarky and sarcastic and i i think that i know many i i really liked it um i do want to be careful here not to spoil too much because it's very new um so what i what i will say is i enjoyed intermission i had a really good time with it there are some very fun new enemies uh some very cool new things involving everything happening there um there were some big surprises in terms of of what was in it things i was not expecting at all and i overall i had a really good time and it's it was a it's a it's a very cool little addition to the final fantasy 7 r world and it made me even more look forward to whatever they do in the future for that. Nice. Uh, and sorry. I don't want to say much more. Okay. Yeah, I was going to roll. Um, I wouldn't roll too much from it because well, I was going to roll definitely... footage of uh, the Fort Condor stuff. Um, oh, yes. Oh, oh, Fort Condor was fun. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I did all the Fort Condor stuff and it was fantastic. Can you explain what that minigame is while I try to figure out if Explorer has crashed on this PC? Sure. So Fort Condor <laughs> is a is a rather extensive minigame. It is basically a, a quasi-tower defense. You have one main tower and two side towers. And the point is there's a rock-paper-scissor system of, I think it's, uh, what is it? Defenders, attackers, and ranged. And you have to, you constantly are gaining a resource that you spend and units are worth different amounts. They can attack different types like ground, turret, or uh, or flying. And you basically have to put down units that counter your opponents while trying to destroy their towers or do as much damage to their towers as you can before the time limit ends uh, while also defending your side too. 
And you also have some some light spell work that you can do during it as well to kind of, um, you know, sway it to your favor. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out all this shit. Uh, would you say that's that's how much time did you spend with it? Because I know I know a lot of people said they've just like gotten straight up addicted to the four condor stuff. Like at least two hours, I'd say. Like as soon as I found it, I just kind of did all of it. <laughs> I literally yeah. just like that's all oh, I did was four condor for like two that. hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it show up pretty early? It was, it was fun. Yeah, relatively early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. So, like, throughout it, you unlock uh, different boards, and the boards um, are define, like, what your spells are and how much of the starting resource ATP you start with, or ATB, and um, how fast it comes back and things of that nature. And then you also have, like, your main deck, and that's all the cards that you have normally, all the units. And then you have, like, the battle deck, which is the the, the ones that you're bringing into that specific board to counter your enemies. And uh, it's, it's fun, dude. It's yeah. a lot of fun. And then there's also not only like playing the units, but where you play them is also really important as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll show that thing uh, is just like Clash of Kings. I have never played Clash of Kings. Right. Oh, that's yeah, that's that mobile game. Yeah, I wonder if they just like because this is the first time that's shown up, right? Like that Fort Connor wasn't in any other Final Fantasy. I want to say that there was like a there was a mini game in seven oh. where you you. You had to, I think it was like you were, it wasn't this. It wasn't, ex- I don't think it's exactly like it was in Remake, but there there was a, there was a, I think a particular mini game in 7. But it wasn't, If and correct me if I'm wrong here, chat, I don't think it was like, it wasn't like this. I think it was just a defense thing. Yeah, chat saying it was very optional, it was RTS Tower Defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was in 7, but it didn't work quite like it does in R. In R, they basically, very similar to Remake, Fort Condor in Remake is like an homage to what was in the original. It's not the same, but it's like similar slightly mechanically, and it's kind of like, it's got the spirit of it. But it's 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 like a competitive for fun game. It's a competitive for fun game that the characters play in Remake, where in 7, you were actually defending an area via the minigame <laughs> so it was it's a little you know different different feels different feels yeah cool yeah uh it took you i think five to s- five to seven hours what i've said you might have already said that i was still haven't resolved i want to say, say so. like yep yeah, i want to say like seven to eight maybe okay something like that yeah with the with the two hours of condor here here this yeah. is for condor yeah. yeah okay barry is now controlling the show uh from this point forward so oh cool we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah, chat, chats thank you suzu seven and a half hours okay yeah yeah um, which is not bad for the price what's the price zero wait, wait. really no you no because you got the incorrect. deluxe edition that's incorrect i think because i had a, a bit addition how much is it chat <laughs> it's 20 bucks is it is, it the, is the is the playstation 5 upgrade free yes or is it also that maybe that's what i was thinking was a free yeah so okay that's the free part and then the other parts 20 yeah okay okay is I love the, it before before say, we go on is that accurate is the fun is the upgrade, upgrade is free, free? 20 dollars for dlc okay. that's what i'm saying in chat well still still worth it still very much worth it at 20 bucks still very much worth it like yeah. for eight like almost eight hours in the final fantasy 7 r world and it was all new content um there are a couple we'll say like re- recycled locations but it it fits what they're doing and everything. Yeah, I think so, I know what you're talking about. It was, it was no big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I went through the completely absurd process of getting my save uh, in order to just to like go see what the game looked like, but not play the DLC off stream. Um, which is, I don't. Did you do that at all? By the way, Co, have you seen this? No, what do you have to do? So uh, you have to download on the PS5. You have to download the hundred gigabyte PS4 version of the game. Load in. Use you have to then load your save from there onto the PS5, then download the hundred gigabyte version of the game that's the PS5 version, go into that, and then load your save into that, and then you can play your old save from the PS4. I couldn't use the cloud uh PSN thing that I pay monthly for. You have to you like use their is tool. this like the official way? This is the official way to do this. I'm, it's actually absurd. And then after I downloaded the 200 gigs in total, I had to download the 13 gigabyte version or the 13 gigs of the DLC uh, that is like the Eufy DLC or whatever, the intermission or integrate, whichever one it is. Um, Damn. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It was, I don't know. I, I think most of that is like the OS uh, aspect of the PS5 because they've done similar things to Avengers where you had to download the PS4 version of the Avengers on the PS5 and then save your up or save down, get your save and then download the PS5 version, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, of course, when I wanted to turn my PS5 off after uh, officially doing that, the uh, achievements started to roll from the PS4 save file that I had. And I couldn't shut it down because the way that you go to rest mode by hitting the PlayStation button is also the button that shows you what the fuck the achievement just is that you got. So I had to sit there for like five minutes while all these achievements just kept rolling in before I could turn my system off. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good OS there. Uh, I quite like it. Okay. It's a little, a little insane. Um, but all that being said, once I got in game, turned 60 FPS mode on, uh, that's a very pretty game. It got mm -hmm. prettier at 60 FPS and, and runs very, very well. It's a it, the, uh, incredible The intermission system. was gorgeous. Yeah, it absolutely okay. was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that mm -hmm. translates into the combat. Like, the combat's probably just more fun. Much more fun. Yeah. You got it, man. It's it's a lot slicker. It feels more responsive. It just feels more responsive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very nice. All right, Barry, take us back. And it only cost, again, me. it only cost $20 and an impossibly hard-to-find console. Yeah, I think I saw something on Twitter today that they're doing like one of their Sony direct cues on tomorrow or something like that. I don't know if chat can verify or give me the specifics of that, but you are going to be able to at least get a PS5 through Sony, which might eliminate some scalpers uh, from the possibility of that. Uh, also, uh, apologies to the chatters that already knew about this and are now telling me to shut up. <laughs> because they want that ps5 and uh <laughs> they don't want you to get it so i apologize to everyone else uh what else is there anything else you've been playing i guess we could talk a little guilty gear i don't know if we have anything else to add to it i play a little guilty gear still awesome <laughs> i yeah. i need to play that game more uh, i played a game called tainted grail amazing music a lot of fun uh kind of a a card roguelike game i think zeke would actually really like tainted grail you should check that game out zeke I did. And uh, oh, also did. the last, oh, you did play, oh, awesome. And then Last Spell, played some Last Spell. That one was really fun, too. I uh, had a good time with that one. And um, just a lot more Shiv, too. 
<laughs> playing more tonight. I love Shiv too. It's a lot of fun. We got, got a little, my, my little yell emote going, and yeah, it's good. <laughs> we have a little extra time. Let, let's spend some uh, some minutes on Tainted Ground and Last Spell because I've seen a lot of people playing that, um, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, Tainted Grail is a card game, is what I'm saying. Barry, you can take yes, us to the card footage. roguelite. A card game, a card based class <laughs> roguelite. All this excited. He's very excited for it. And the music is awesome. What oh type of God, music, music are we talking? Good. Like a uh, Viking dark undertoned jamming. I, I don't I don't even know how to say it. it's got like it's got bass at times. It's like super. You're just reading the steam description. I know, right? Dark fantasy, <laughs> jamming. Uh, but no, it's 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 like this Celtic, as someone said, yeah, Celtic Norse kind of Witcher three esque. It's from a, a group called Danheim. Um, and oh, it is. There's there's some jams in there that are just so good. I would just stop playing and listen to the music every so often. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. So you you get you get like cards. Um, in a deck, kind of standard card roguelite stuff. But then every level you get to like pick one of three random cards as well. Um, you can lose cards later to make it so you're drawing the same ones over and over that you may that may fit your class better. The class is all sorts of passives that play into it too. There's an entire passive perk system that synergizes with the cards. It can lead to really interesting runs. All the maps are procedural and the maps, the map play is like you're kind of running around, killing mobs, doing different events. There's a whole town mechanic as well between the the, the different rounds that you do uh, to kind of add to the metagame as well. You do quests for all of them. Like it's There's also, I think, nine classes, maybe more, maybe like a 12 or something. There's a huge amount of classes, and they all play relatively differently in, in I think, three main archetypes. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. It's just, it's really fun. I had a great time with it. I, I may return to it at some point, and it's a, it's a very solid game. Cool. Yeah, Zeke, you said you played it. Any, anything to add? Yeah, I I played about it looks like I've like seven point seven hours uh on record in my Steam. Uh the thing that I was wondering is it like because they give you cards uh, every whatever, every victory or you know, specific victory or whatever. Is it like super difficult like to remove cards from your deck? Do I remember that correctly? Like I remember removing one and then I couldn't remove any more and it felt like like I was stifled i didn't want to pick anything uh, uh because i, I didn't yeah. want my deck to get too big because that's like rule number one of deck building games is make sure your deck is as much as you need and no more i i never really uh, there, there were lots of different ways to do it like you could okay. a lot of the random encounters will let you remove a card uh you could get an npc i think that would let you remove a card um yeah i mean it, i i i would almost always pick a card i would very rarely skip and okay. uh and i got the, just the all these other deck games the have taught me like there's too much there's like you almost always want to have the smallest deck you possible this is the meta game for those that were wondering you you run around these maps here and kind of kill enemies and do different events and meet different people okay. and it's really cool sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh you. no it's fine uh when did i play this last it looks like it came out may 27th but it's probably been in early access for quite a while i'm guessing yeah, you might have played like an old build or something. The mechanics probably changed. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember really liking it, but there was, uh, and it's been a minute. Oh, yeah. Last played December 9th for me. Yeah. So six months of, so yeah. Or five months yeah, of yeah. added stuff. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So th yeah, there's probably some QLL shit that I made me stop playing it that maybe they've 
put in or whatever. So. Yeah. 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 Always with that small deck energy. Good one, Cthulhu. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, and then uh, the last spell is another game you mentioned. I- I've seen a mm-hmm. ton of different broadcasters playing this. Um, and a lot of people have, I think you, even you described it to like a little bit of the, the, they are billions, but also not like what's going on yeah. with, with the last spell. Okay. So it, the reason people say it's kind of like they are billions is because it, it does a similar format in terms of you have a small town and then you have, you're surrounded by enemies in most cases, and they attack you on different sides. And then when they attack, it's generally a very large amount of enemies compared to what you have. So they're they're in that regard, it's kind of they are abilities, the, the very kind of top level meta aspect. The game itself, though, is is almost nothing like they are billions. It's turn based, first of all. It's also very small group, um, where you generally have between like I think three and six people. And um, it is it is much more focused on kind of like RPG elements of developing out these few amounts of characters to to do whatever you need to do. So there are a bunch of different weapons. Those weapons can have rarities. There's also armor. There's items. On top of that, there are different skills that they can get and work on. And le- and every time you level up, you get like random rolls on, on, on primary and secondary skills. There's perks that you level up as well. And um, really, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just like a, it's basically a tower defense. Your tower is like a glowing thing in the middle. And um, you're just having to kind of go wave after wave, building up your town between waves and kind of doing the best you can to keep your people like full health, full mana. So you can just kind of keep moving through the nights and the nights get harder and harder with different types of enemies. It's like armor systems, uh, HP systems, different enemies have different types of attacks, you know, that kind of thing. So a lot of fun, um, but it's pretty difficult. Is there like an end game to it or can you win? Yes. So the way that it works is... Yes, the 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 premise, and and I, this is really a spoiler because you find out at the very beginning. But the premise is that um, your your mages are in that circle in the top right there of the screen. You can see, and they're trying to cast the last spell that like removes ah. magic from the world, and it takes them X days to do it. I think it's twelve. And so the premise is that you need to survive these nights while all the enemies of the realm start like piling, trying to destroy this little uh, circle of mages. Um, Because obviously they will all be destroyed if you do. And then if you beat it on one difficulty, that like unlocks apocalypse difficulties and you can kind of move through those if you want to. And it gets harder and harder and harder. Is is that kind of the meta game outside of this is, is the difficulty slider or. Um, it, I mean, it, it theoretically could, the, the meta game, it mostly exists through the rounds. Okay. So like, as you, you know, as you start the game, um, you, you're, you're each round is kind of like its own contained little game. Um, but also it's kind of learning the mechanics hmm. so and and learning how to kind of functionally do things in the right order like the the big kind of meta for this game is is to you know like rush buildings early and make sure you're spending the right amount of money on the right things and that'll lead you to a huge amount of resources later that you can really start kind of growing out and actually keeping up with the game and things like that cool uh what's this game run 20 bucks 30 bucks i Let's i see. don't know uh it is 17.99 and I believe it's still early access. Yeah, it's still early access, so it's still under development. It's ten percent off right now on Steam, nice. and uh, totally worth it. For the record, if if you like this kind of game, it is totally worth the price right now. You will probably get many many hours out of it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a soundtrack oh, oh, also, for sale. There is there is a meta game in terms of the oh. um, there are these two entities that you you either complete challenges for one of them or you earn a resource you can spend on the other, and that part of the game 
does traverse through levels and it gives you like um new unlocks different types of buildings uh different types of items that can drop in the game different types of weapons for your guys to wield and stuff and that does keep going up through the game so uh you are constantly getting more powerful as you lose gotcha you will uh the soundtrack is also there's a bundle for it how's the soundtrack is that worth it soundtrack's great okay yes the soundtrack is great it's it's very it's it's like gothic metal in a lot of ways it feels like if mick gordon were to score a gothic indie game um it's it's just okay. you know there's there's like some moody tracks there's some tracks that sound kind of deus sexy um there is just some straight up like wailing guitar music um the, the, the soundtrack's pretty damn good cool uh anything else that uh the two of you have played i've i've literally only played guilty gear since like <laughs> last tuesday like i'll, I'll wrap How are you up feeling man I'm t- I've been tired. Uh, <laughs> guilt I, for whatever reason, fighting games like actually just destroy my brain in terms of the actual like work. Uh, you have to think so quickly all the time in that. I don't. It's yeah, like your brain is functioning in a half second time frame. It really everything is. you're doing is like within a half second for hours and hours and hours. So I don't understand how. Uh, like I've put in. I don't know how much hours, uh, maybe 50 or 60 hours at this point since a week ago ish, eight days ish, uh, since that game came out. And like, uh, I've been talking a lot with, uh, with Justin Wong, uh, who's like a fighting game legend essentially. And, um, I think I'm level 71 on my character and you essentially just get like level, uh, on your characters for just playing. And he's like 230, 240, and there's people that are like 500, and it's just like, what? What the fuck are you? That's so much. (laughs) That's so much fucking fighting games. How are you? How are you able to like play that much and still, like, not just have to be dragged to bed because you actually can't function uh, with your brain at that level? I don't understand. it's definitely a lot. It's definitely a part of my like uh, gamer brain that's never been uh, used before. I guess in a lot of ways, because um, every every single fight I learn something, right? Like every single. Oh, fight, I want to be this ram. Uh, this ram actually, if I remember this fight correctly, I got pretty upset at this ram, uh, <laughs> but I ended up winning the sets overall. Um, nice. But yeah, like every single time I play this game for thirty minutes. I it something gets committed to memory and so then the next time that I like see this single action this like you know frame data essentially I'm just like oh right I can do this now and then I start doing that and then it starts becoming muscle memory and then something new enters the brain that I have to like well this guy is constantly doing this move I don't know what to do uh Justin says this thing chat says this thing oh I think this is where this guy rage quits actually uh, which was very funny because I just constantly do this. Um, and so then it's like, all right, so now instead of winning this match, if this guy's going to constantly do this, I'm just going to make sure that I'm always punching uh, as anti-air to make sure that I can like learn how to anti-air from this fight. Um, and it's always that. There's always something to learn in every single match. I wish I had I'm, the memory for that. Um, <laughs> it's it's muscle memory. Like It's, it's just grinding that shit out um, at the end of the day. So where are your eyes focused when you're uh, playing a match? I think that's why I get so tired because everywhere, 
right? Like I'm okay. watching, I'm watching his character. I'm watching my character to make sure that my inputs aren't like poorly executed. I'm watching the HP at the top. I'm watching the break bar right there to make sure that if he gets a combo going crazy and it's going to be like a heavy or a, a normal strike combo, I can like cancel out of it. I'm watching the tension meter at the bottom to make sure I can do that Orca. Uh, Cause that gets built up and goes away after every round. Uh, and so you're just constantly looking everywhere. Um, and I, I think for like, this is where he rage quits. Cause I literally just spam dolphin him nonstop. And he like that. <laughs> is there a word, is there a word for that? Uh, the yes, charge is dick. Yeah. He, he rage quit right there. Uh, <laughs> that's what we love it. Yeah, so every time that dolphin's played, or every time that dolphin move is activated, Zeke, the character, uh, because Japanese dialogue is on, uh, says Tutsugeki, which means charge, roughly translated. Um, but it's it's said through the voice of a kind of like an anime. Uh, how does it girl. How does it sound though, JP? Can you? Uh, I mean, you can watch that clip in my chat. I can oh, play. Oh come that. on! Here, I'll just play you're not the clip. gonna give me what I want. I'll just play the clip. I, I did do it randomly, and now my chat likes to make fun of me. Sounds like this, Zeke. Oh, okay. Totsugeki. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that. Over and over and over. I am seated. Yeah. Uh, I had a mirror match yesterday with May versus May, and it was just dolphin spam nonstop, which, <laughs> is, which is great. I loved it a lot. Um, but, yeah, Guilty Gear is fantastic. Uh, the game is doing incredibly well. I think they said they sold 300,000 units already. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got a giant player base, which is awesome for people like me who are just starting out because that means I have like people of my skill level and I'm not just fighting like pro players nonstop and getting absolutely destroyed. Um, and so that's great, right? Like being able to fight people that are around your skill level or slightly better than you is kind of what you want in a fighting game. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fact that exists that got is me fantastic. frustrated. <laughs> oh yeah, you were just were you playing just people miles better? Dude, I I had like three insanely lucky starting. Oh, matches. you told me about. Like, this. I was yeah. playing with my new controller and my new control, and which is the same controller I use. It's awesome. It's great. And like I was just getting win after win after win. I think I got like four or five wins in a row, and then I got up to floor nine, and then I was just looking around like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then it was just like, like people would just put me in a corner and just have their way with me. And I'd be like, what's going on? Like, I, like I couldn't do anything yeah. over and over and over and over. So yeah, I, it, it just went to show, it went to show me how much I need to learn about like the basic mechanics and how to get out of bad situations and you get put in a corner. What do you do? And you know, stuff like that. And yeah, a lot, a lot of the basics I still have to learn about the game for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's the game, but it's also just like fighting games in general. Like there's mm-hmm. just just an absurd amount of things to learn uh, that are like universal in fighting games, but also specific to this because every fighting game handles certain things that are universal a little bit differently. Um, in a lot of ways, like I don't even know what half that shit is. So when chat says something and I have to literally Google, like, I don't know what the fuck that means. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh, okay. They're saying to do X, Y, and Z when ABC happens. Okay. I understand now. Um, And so that's, that's been a lot of the stream Um, or a lot of my, my time with it, but I honestly play a lot offline. It's become like my go-to like, all right, I got like 40 minutes before I need to do something. Let's play some guilty gear and, and see how, 
uh, see how calm I can keep myself after these 40 minutes uh, because I need to not go into the next thing that I got to do upset. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely a um, fighting games in a lot of ways for me are a test of uh, keeping my emotions in check while also like making sure that I'm doing things properly. Because um, it's always the same thing of like, hey, if one, if this guy does this one thing and is successful at it, they shouldn't stop doing that one thing. They should keep doing that one thing until you react to that one thing and make it different, right? Uh, and you can only take so many fireballs to your face before you're just like, I'm going to fucking kill this piece of shit. If he throws one more fireball, and then he throws a fireball, and you're like, God damn it, why am I not just blocking this shit? But I could just block it and put it. Yeah, it's that constant, uh, that constant loop, but. It's good. Do you get? Do you get? Hold on. No, no. It's not a fighting game thing, but like, uh, there was a there was a game recently, and the chat would not stop saying stuff like, "Does he not know how to block?" Oh yeah, that that happens a lot. It we've actually like enforced a rule that uh, that I I forgot where I picked this up. It was another streamer. Oh, it was actually uh, Hassan Abi who was playing uh, Dark Souls recently because he was. There's this whole meme with him like fighting the nameless king and he finally uh finally beat it on stream and whatnot. But he dared his chat to instead of uh instead of shitting on him in a negative way to make funny comments in a positive way, like in a in a in a something positive about that's happening on the stream. So now that's that's my rule as well on stream is like if I'm playing a fighting game, do not be negative to shit on me, be positive about what's happening on stream and try to be funny about that. Cause it's much more challenging it turns out to do that. Uh, and it also just keeps me a little bit saner, right? Cause when you lose a match at a fighting game and you're like, fuck, and you look over at chat. Everyone's like, this idiot's just not blocking. You're like, I'm fucking killing you. <laughs> like, Listen, like, I know right, my favorite is when you're playing, playing a shooting game. Is, uh, is he playing on a controller? <laughs> is, he playing, is he playing on a controller? Yeah. What is yeah. I know you've been playing a fighting game recently because there's been more than a couple occasions when people come to my stream and they're like, let's just go fucking Ben and JP chat. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what the next words are. It's like, yeah. if he's playing Guilty Gear, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't, don't want people say to anything. chat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, I mean, if you have no negativity, is what I meant. Like, if yeah. you have. Something yeah. shitty to say. That's funny. I don't blame him for banning you. That's <laughs> your dumb fault. Yeah, yeah. For saying shit after a loss or something like that. Like you wouldn't like I don't ban people, but I will make you sit out for well, an entire week or I, something. You here's know? the thing. You can always submit an unban application. My mods know that a lot of times there you like, go. Yeah. I will just ban people uh, <laughs> on a whim like that. So that's how it goes. Yeah. But oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I also think the other reason that I get so tired, especially when I stream this game is talking at the same time while playing and doing all that stuff exerts so much energy. And I just don't have that much energy these days <laughs> because I'm just getting older and I just sit for a living. So it's just not there to begin with. So after a stream, I'm definitely just like, I gotta go to bed, but I don't, I don't want to stand up. I guess I sit here for a while. Kind of do that <laughs> like about 20 30 minutes of that and i drag myself upstairs so that's how it goes but i'm having a lot of fun with it i haven't stuck with a fighting game this long in ever before um it's got it's got its hooks in me um it's good it also 
speaking outside of my reaction to it and everything, uh, like a absolutely absurdly beautiful game. Um, it's one of those things where I think people just watch because of the graphics in it and because of, you know, Co described it when we were playing very early on as like the Persona 5 of fighting games. And I think that that's yep. a very, very true statement. Uh, the as someone who doesn't so watch good. any of this shit, like Damn. I catch glimpses here and the there of me. like clips or videos of like of things that happen. And this is by far the most exciting one to watch because of the animation, the colors, how it, how exciting it looks yeah, and shit like that. It's, it's very engaging. Yeah. I'm finding myself hard. It's hard to turn away from watching your mediocre play. Oh yeah. And no, this guy destroyed me. <laughs> Dude, this Leo shit on me. Here. No, for, for the record, this guy is doing everything right. He just like counter, he's counterattacking at the perfect time. Um, yeah, that was that was ridiculous, dude. That was ridiculous. The second you jumped in, you dashed to do your attack, and he's already doing his upward attack like yeah, into you. Like, yeah. my lord, dude. See, but some now, people are just thinking in like a different time frame. The nice thing is, I know exactly why he's doing that. That's a charge attack. He was baiting me into that. So as this match progressed, I stopped fucking doing that, and I was more successful because I stopped doing that. Um, whereas in in games past, it'd be like fucking fighting games, man. I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm gonna go fucking play Final Fantasy. You can't can't counter me in that game <laughs> i'm just gonna farm some fucking guild and be happy about my life <laughs> but now i'm like all right now i'm actually gonna learn what the fuck's happening here uh but yeah leos are very hard for me to deal with leos is actually the perfect noob bait and uh well it's it's that he's quick and it's that he can cross you up and so every time he dashes through you like that you're just supposed to block but new players don't block and yeah, there's just a lot of other aspects to him that is uh, very hard to learn. I love that finisher. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a shit ton of Leos now uh, up in the, the higher-ish ranks because Sonic Fox played Leo in a tournament on Sunday that had like 17 or 15,000 people watching and won against a May. So now everyone is playing Leo White Fang, and this was the first time yesterday that I ran into a Leo and. I don't know that matchup very well at all, as you can see in the footage here. But I'd take this round off, oh, him, which I felt very good. I was about. Say, this this one you did pretty well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about learning. So, yeah. Is it uh, best of three, best of five? What is it? Uh, you have. I guess it would be best of three. Two wins, and it's, you it's win. two wins, and it's over. Yeah, okay. and then you can you can rematch up to three times. Um, after that. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> he came back. Yeah. Now, with yeah. with a frustrating Same. opponent, yeah. do you want to rematch them? Are you the kind of person that want to rematch them over and over? Yes. Yes. Or both okay. of us are. Yeah, because yes. it's it's how you learn, right? Like exactly. Uh, if you're winning nonstop in a fighting game, you don't learn. It means that your opponent is not reacting. More importantly, to what you're doing. it means that when you do go up against somebody who's really good, you just get even more smashed than normal. Yeah. Like yeah. it's that you you have to get better by fighting people that are better than you, essentially. Yeah yeah it, like that's why i don't play fighting games well that, that's why like, <laughs> nice, <laughs> like nice. yeah this guy is a fucking cheater i'm out yeah let <laughs> like uh justin keeps saying like dude let's play some games i'm like dude i'm not like i can't even do a like simple combo the only reason i'm in this game is because my normals are just like super strong he goes yeah but you fight me for an hour you're gonna learn so much more than you fight randoms on the internet for an hour so like we need to just sit down and 
you need to let me beat your ass for like an hour. <laughs> that's essentially well, what he says. With the in- but that's the thing. With the intention of helping you and, and talking yeah. about the shit afterwards, yeah. like there's a certain skill level that's so far above you, you learn nothing. Right. Right. Don't you right. think? Oh, yes, totally. I mean, he okay. is of that skill level. Like, yeah. Justin, yeah. Like, literally one of the fighting gods uh, when it comes to fighting games. He is one of the best there ever was, for sure. So I'm sure I will learn a lot. I just. The other thing, it's like, all right, I guess I want to get my ass beat for three hours today, and I guess that's going to be my life. <laughs> right? Um, I just haven't gotten to that yet because E3 was so busy. But it's good. It's good. It's a good game. I definitely recommend picking it up. If you have any interest in fighting games whatsoever, uh, there is a shit ton of people playing, um, and they're all of uh, complete varying skill levels. So, And the online, which we didn't even talk about, I think, at least not in today's episode. The online is the best online there ever was in fighting games. It is quite literally magic in terms of how it works. I played someone who had 400 ping uh, the other day and it felt like we were like right next to each other. It, it was absurd with how well it worked. Um, and so that that very thing in itself, um, I'm hoping other other fighting games will try and like steal, right? Because it's the, it's the one thing that has always put me away from finding games is the fact that I just don't have people to play. And now that I do, it's great. And so I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's uh, it's very good. The lobby stuff, that being said, the lobby stuff is kind of whatever. It's a little bit rough. Uh, but you can also just quick match and kind of ignore the lobby altogether for the most part. So it's good. Is it cross-platform? I don't think so. I think the, I think the two communities are... I don't believe it's cross-platform right yeah. now. I know that PC yeah. had the most players ever or the more players than like Street Fighter 5 and Tekken 7 did recently on on Friday. I think it had like 30 or 40,000 people um playing, which is a lot uh for a fighting game on PC. So there's definitely people to play on that. But yeah. Anyways. Cool. I'll tell Barry to go back to main. Uh I have to type all of our transitions now cuz I still can't use OBS. Uh, I think we're done though. I think that's it. That timed out perfectly. We need to do some shout outs, then we'll call it a show. Uh, Zeke, I'm going to work on getting the guest, uh, that we talked about the other day. Uh, don't say it on stream cause I don't want to remind people cause then they're going to remind me and then I'll just get annoyed, but okay. Yeah. I'm going to try. So I'm not going to promise anything. I need to, to send a DM, but you want to do some shout outs for us, Zeke? I'd love to. Great. Go ahead and get started. Zeke. Great transition. Well, this is the last you're going to see me for a little bit. Uh, my name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, I will be on vacation starting after this show ends until the 22nd. I will be back for, uh, well, I don't know what I would talk about in the next drop frames, but that, I'll be back on Wednesday. Talk <laughs> so, about your vacation. Yeah, we'll talk about, talk vacation. about my vacation, I suppose. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday, and then uh, still, I got my feelers out on Twitter about the next main game, but it's looking like a lot of people are saying Returnal. I haven't played it yet, so. Oh, yes. Maybe yes. I'll check out Returnal. It's good. Um, it seemed like a game that I might want to play on my own, but if you, if enough people want to watch, maybe we'll do it. Where? Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, I'll see you when I get back, and uh, oh, don't worry, I will be uh, chiming in for my brother's setup. Or Dungeons and Dragons on Monday, so don't worry about that. I'll be there. Uh, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Mwah. Awesome. Co, do some shout outs. Sure. 
Co. Larry. I said the magic. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Co. I, as always, big thanks to JP and Zeke. Fun show of recapping this week. Of coming up on the channel, we're going to be finishing Ratchet and Clank. Then we're going to do like a game demos extraordinary showcase thing we're gonna play a whole bunch of demos probably over the course of a few days there's, a, there's two major companies doing like a big demo spree so we've got a lot of stuff to check out should be a lot of fun we're gonna be doing that probably starting um whenever i'm done with ratchet and clank probably like friday in this weekend we'll have to see a lot more chivalry too in the evenings and also as you guys know you'll hear me talk about this more next week i'm doing a big charity event on my birthday june 25th it's my biggest goal ever we have tons and tons of goals and today um, let me make this clear before I say this. Uh -oh. The goal of the charity stream is already ridiculously high. And this is a secret goal after that significantly higher. But if somehow a sultan from Arabia comes in and meets our goal <laughs> or something happens, I have pledged to, at my own pace, play through all of the Final Fantasy 14 main story on stream. That's why someone tweeted. Someone said, "Hey JP, you need to you need to send $750 to Co so he play Final Fantasy." I'm Yeah. 750. What do you So oh, I'm going to do it at my own thousand. pace. It'll probably be afternoon streams and and cozy streams and stuff like that, but I I I have pledged that if we somehow raise this obscene amount of money for charity uh on the 25th and um then then that is that is one of the goals. So, anyway, that's it. Hope to see you there. It's going to be taking place on June twenty fifth. And uh, as always, thank you for watching this week, and hope to see you next week for more drop. Are we doing the Mario Brothers golf all thing? Yeah, oh, I'd love to. Next, next week. Next, hey, we could do that next week because uh, you know Zeke will be back from his vacation, and we yeah. can. Zeke gets like, back the twenty fifth. The twenty fifth. Oh, oh, it oh, it happens on the twenty fifth. Oh. So then we're gonna have to That's wait till hey, the 30th. Unless you, you want to do it if on you your guys, stream. If you guys want to play a couple hours on my charity stream, I don't mind. Could, like, you guys can jump in and, and like play some Mario golf. And, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm totally down for that. That'd be fun. I don't mind doing that. I'll I'll even Speak down. Do you we'll are you getting like a control panel thing for like your charity stuff that you're running uh, on your stream? What do you mean control panel? B like, berries. It's very, very soft. Okay. Yeah. If we can run that. <laughs> on, if we're going to play, I could just run that on my channel as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah that'd be awesome, that. dude. Yeah. Well, fantastic. We'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll out. We got, we got yeah, some yeah. time. We'll figure yeah. some out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll chat. We'll figure it out. Cool. Maybe, maybe cool. we'll do that next uh, Friday then in lieu of a drop frames or maybe both. It doesn't matter. We awesome. could probably do both. So figure yeah. it out. Zeke, where are you going on vacation? Did you already say? Are you, are you going out of town? I'm going to exotic. Billings, Montana, back to my hometown. <laughs> I'm gonna, that. No, I haven't. That place. I haven't seen my mom in a couple of years now uh, ah. from moving in from COVID and stuff. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna introduce introduce the lady and the 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 monsters, my our puppies and all that stuff. My brother's in town. Uh, we coordinated because he's gonna be in town for a wedding. So oh. she's gonna meet all my fucking family and it's gonna great. be great. Hey, and my friends, my hometown friends too. So shit on, uh, shit on Billings in Montana all you want. My wife uh, drove through there uh, two or three days ago and said it was the prettiest part of the drive thus far. So Montana, like save, like I've been all over our great United States and save for Alaska, Montana is the most beautiful state, like of like lakes she, and mountains and rivers and forests. She was like, just sending me far. photos and was yeah. just like, this place is ridiculous. Like there's. She was a little worried about gas. 
Uh, she, was, she was in between gas stations. It was like, oh, God, yeah, I hope I get you there. Yeah, plan for that, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like, you, yeah. you got to yeah. have at least two hours worth of gas in your vehicle at all times. Yeah, yeah, she was a little worried. But the, uh, I was about to say the screenshots. That means I play too many video games. The photos that she was sending me were uh, very impressive. So it's exciting stuff. Anyways, we'll circle back. We'll figure out what we're doing next week for drop frames uh, between now and then, and also what's going on with the uh, the Mario Brothers on uh, on Co's charity stream. We'll probably just end up playing for that. So we'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know. Thank you so much for watching drop frames, not only today, but uh, as well as all over E3 this past weekend, as well as everyone uh, who was on the show with us. Uh, too many names uh, to list at the moment because I can't remember them all. You guys know who you are, uh, and people watching know who they are, so a uh, shout out to them. For, oh, uh, for joining us and don't forget co.tv slash df shirt right it me dot jp slash shirt why is it so hard for because i can never remember your link and you can never remember my link i, <laughs> I don't know why this is the case they're not hard to remember <laughs> it's literally... it be dot p slash... <laughs> every dude it, i've just been saying not me on the show i've just been saying like i know your mods probably have a link over there on ghost channel just run the fucking yeah. link <laughs> yeah there you go yeah. Anyway, check out the shirt. It's yeah. Limited edition. Man. It you looks pretty the, great. We'll we'll get Zeke's shirt. You right brought there. a model in this. Time. Zeke, please yeah. model the shirt for everyone. This is the one time someone actually wants to see your butt. That was really harsh. I'm sorry. That was that was kind of rude. No, no, no. It's all right. No, I get it. I get okay. it. All right. I get it. Hold on. Okay. Get... All right. Oh wow. There it look is. At, look Ooh. at that. Ooh. Just so fast. Does, does Twitch allow this? I don't, I don't know. We might have to put ourselves in hot tubs, pools. Quick, and do streams. some AMS, ASMR or something. Zeke, do the ASMR. I like, that, I like that I'm pointing here. Like, yeah. That's where my back hair is. <laughs> it's pointing exactly to my like shoulder blade back hair. Oh, like, God. I got these two tufts like right here and like almost nowhere else. That's how it works. I like it. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you next time here on Drop Frames. We're out. Have a good one. Bye bye.